0: yeah, we're all like, it's a mixture of people. Um, it's like uh, people have been in the industry for 30 years. Yeah. Um, people like me that have been in the industry for, you know, um, 12 years. Um, people that are just getting in the industry. Um, so yeah, it's a great um, collage of people. Yeah, so that's, cool. that's, that's, that's kind of, that's, that excites me a bit. And a bit nervous because then you go, well, we've got these young people around. Are they going to need more from me energy while I'm trying to concentrate on content? Yeah. Uh, but you know, we've done a lot of prep work. And uh, hopefully it goes off without a hitch. I think it will. Um, Got a plan to win, but also prepare to uh, mitigate problems and problem-solve. So hopefully got all those safeguards in place today. Hopefully. Oh, you good know. work. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I think we're ready to go. What do you reckon? You reckon we're ready to go? Let's jump into this podcast. And welcome to the pagey Train. Today I have in the studio with me, Joanne Beveridge. Uh, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Um, you know, uh, uh, writer, director, um, uh, the Sydney Sleuthers. Um, uh, um, I was about to say, who's, what's eating Gilbert Grape? No, you didn't do that. yeah um, Melanie Sprottle. That's <laughs> what I was looking she for. She just
1: claims everything. And when I did Lord of the Rings Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> it was a weekend shoot. <laughs> it was
1: just a casual Friday. Yeah, eight hours of editing. It
0: wasn't No Biggie. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I really enjoyed Melanie Sprottle. Um, like I was saying to you before, um, I uh, my family are right into horses. My sister has like, you know, three horses out at Cobbity. Yeah. Um, oh, it's gorgeous country out there. Um, riding out there, they have a lot of fun. But I, am just not a horse person.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I kind of. Yeah. I'm. A, I, I'm a surfer. I'm a surfer skater <laughs> guy. That's
1: I cannot me. surf. <laughs> I cannot do it. I can wakeboard, but I can't surf. It's very similar. I'm sure it is. It and is. I've tried to have that mentality when I try to do it, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem to translate for me.
0: Yeah. There's more lean. There's more lean forward in surfing than there is lean forward and nose up obviously, so you've got to drop into the wave. Nose down's bad, and it is on wakeboarding. That's what
1: I've done, <laughs> in both, actually. It's and amazing. It hurts. It's amazing. You don't think it hurts the first time? Like when oh. you,
0: you see people do it, and you go, oh, "It's only water,
1: how bad can it be? Mm-mm. It wins you. It's painful.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. it's like getting concrete sometimes. Yeah. depends how fast you're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got a good wakeboarding story. I was over in um, uh, Perth, a big shout out to uh, uh, my uh, very good friend, um, uh, Harry, uh, took me out uh, in his jet boat, and uh, you know how the wakes can sometimes come together as one little wave? Yeah. I went over that, while I was trying to get from one wake to the other, and there was this little pop wave in the middle, and I just went over that, airborne, (laughs) went flying face first into the water, and a jellyfish hit me in the face, not a poisonous one but it hit me in the face and then went into my wetsuit into the into my uh, jacket and it was gross. gross. Yeah, I had to pull it all out. and Oh, man. yeah. That's the
1: nightmare. It's a total Hitting nightmare. Hitting anything in the water. Yeah, oh. jellyfish,
0: yeah. Um, poor thing, you know, the poor thing. Oh, the
1: poor thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It, came,
0: it was disintegrated. <laughs>
1: oh, oh. oh, shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I was, yeah, in a bit of a icky mood after that.
1: <laughs> I, when I was five and I was learning to water ski... Mm. We used to do this thing where you tie the water skis together. There, we go. there you go. There we go. Where we tied the water skis together, mm. and um, and so I was coming out of the water and I accidentally let the handle slip, mm. and the handles got caught around the rope, and I got dragged underwater, oh. like oh, like no. up the like dragged for. It felt like forever, especially because when a boat slows down, it doesn't stop straight away. It kind mm. of glides through a bit and no one had really worked out that I was just being slowly sinking Oof. underwater, being drowned as a five-year-old.
2: Terrifying. <laughs> and
1: then my sister's screaming, "Gas don't have And I'm yeah. screaming out. And I did not want to ski for a long time after that. I was yeah. like, nah, this is a terrible sport. Don't like it.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit scary. Mm. That's a little bit scary. I um, Yeah, well, you sort of graduate from kneeboarding, right? So kneeboarding can be a lot of fun because it's quite easy. Yeah. Um, it's easy to get up on a kneeboard and you can kind of like even do turns after a bit of confidence. Um, but wakeboarding, that's a thats a skill level up. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're interchangeable though. Like uh, um, snowboarding, wakeboarding, surfing, they are interchangeable.
1: Cause kneeboarding I find hard because my knees sometimes when I kneel like that, yeah, slide off oh, themselves. Oh, okay. And I have to straighten my leg to pop it back
0: on Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, that's that icky thing again of oh, my just, bones and cartilage going together. It's just just a
1: walking a... sports problem.
0: <laughs> oh, there's some sports that I'm just good at and some that I'm not. Yeah, They're just so. like, you know, baseball, cricket, just naturally go towards that. Um, I'd like to say I'm a good touch footy player, but um, I think other people would have other opinions. But, um, you know, I yeah, basketball is my, my failure. I just can't do it. I can't. I could can shoot hoops a little bit, you know, but...
1: I just never did it. Did hockey, horse riding, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. The athletics, but nothing else.
0: Yeah, hockey's another fun one. That could be fun. Can, quite a violent game, yeah. the old hockey. <laughs>
1: I think that's why I was drawn to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, speaking of violence, I watched today... Have you seen Trainwreck um, no. on uh, Netflix? It's about Woodstock 99. Holy shit. Um, as a promoter and as a, an event organizer, it's a horror film. Oh, know? really? Three days, yeah. They go. It literally turns into Armageddon. They burn it down. The whole wow. place burns down. Um, there was, you know, um no deaths, but um, there was no rubbish collection the whole three days. The water had um, sewage in it, um, so people had like um, trench mouth. Um, uh, there, yeah, it was horrific. Absolutely, I watch it. Just, What's it on?
1: Netflix. Netflix.
0: Trainwreck, it's called. Trainwreck. And um, as a... I was uh,
1: like, I thought you meant the Amy <laughs> Schumer movie. I was like, Trainwreck. No, that's
0: what, that's what <laughs> we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah, not Amy Schumer. No, no, no. No. Um, no, it's the a guy who owns the rights to Woodstock. Went to do Woodstock yeah. 94, right? You might remember Green Day and seeing them get hit by mud. Uh, if you've ever seen that footage, that's from Woodstock 94, I think yeah. it is. But then they did Woodstock 99 and it was a money-making operation. So they did it at a, a, an abandoned airbase. 'Cause then they had the walls perimetered around so they can make sure no one went in for free. Mm. And uh, they had no rubbish collection. Um, the the no one servicing the Portaloos. It's two hundred and fifty thousand people there. Shit is the word yes, yes shit indeed. it was intense man. I get, watch it as a promoter I've got to say as a promoter and as a a, as, a um, as an artist I'd go, man, I'd love to be like you know you know everyone would love to be the lead singer in corn yeah. and watching a sea of people mosh as the sound wave travels through the 250,000 people. as an artist that would be incredible yeah um, but um, yeah as a promoter, it's horrifying. As a festival goer, um, I thought, I think I would have had fun there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds terrible. It um, was an experience. Yeah, when I was 19, it, well, the, the thing is, the, the, they really pointed out the zeitgeist of the time. I was, yeah. I was having this discussion today, like, in the 90s, man, like, you know how, like, decades have uh, sort of, you know, they're signatory in some way. Like, the 60s, if you say the 60s to somebody, they'll go, oh, flowers, um, peace and love, Woodstock. The moon landing, right? They'll they'll say those things. There's iconic moments, bell bottoms, there's fashion statements, and music that comes out of that era. The 70s, disco, um, leather jackets, you know, um, uh, muscle cars, um, you know, uh, the 80s, you know, the fashion out of the 80s, the music out of the 80s. These are all significantly different from each other. And you get to the 90s, and this is the last decade before the digital era. Like, you, like there was a time where we didn't have phones and we didn't film anything yes. and it was a wild time. I realized that society compared to now was a lot more violent back then. It really was. And I think yeah. people have said that through the eras as well. Like people would say, you know, the 80s was more violent than the 90s and, you know, and, and you go back and you know, there's more violence as you go back. Um, but yeah, I think the 90s was the cap of this century where there was two world wars. Yeah. Um, the Vietnam War, the Korean War. Um, the move of, um, recorded music and recorded film, like no, no time before had there been film or, or, you know, recorded music, external memories. And those external memories were all analog in nature. They were all broadcast as Mm -hmm. a consumeristic product, records and t-shirts and these ideas of, uh, you know, entrepreneurship, you're right. But that's really changed in the 2000s. Like, what fashion came out of the 2000s? Oh, what, I could not tell you.
1: Uh, what music I was thinking about it the whole time. I was like, what is what is the noughties? What is the noughties? <laughs> what
0: is the <laughs> iconic thing in the noughties except for the phone? Yeah. You know? Um, I think there's something to be said for that. I think we're in this weird adolescence with social media where we don't have an identity. Everything is so fragmented. We don't have an identity for a decade. Mm. That's how fragmented it is. And I think, yeah, looking at that Woodstock Documentary today, I realised yeah there was a time there where Fight Club was 1999. It was celebrating you know uh, the the struggles of white uh, white men in modern society and um, and but attached to ultra violence hmm. and that's normal. Yeah, that's acceptable. Um, uh, you know, American Pie, uh, oh my god, high, <laughs> highly sexualized film. You know, <laughs> this is highly sexualized comedy. You know, yeah. you couldn't make that movie now. You know, um, so things have changed in a dramatic way. Like, I think people have said, because I dress like I'm in the 90s still, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so there's been moments through, um, you know, the 2000s that I've, um, people have said, you look, man, you're really with the times of what you're wearing. I'm like, I've had these jeans for 14 years. <laughs> 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 and then there's times where you go, man, you've got to change those clothes, man. You, um, yeah. You're not with the times. And, and then they'll catch up again. Oh, you, look, you, know, you, you seem to be with the times. I'm like, It's always been the same for me. So things come in and out of fashion. I'm, I've been stuck in the 90s forever. Yeah. But it was really reflective of me today to look at that documentary and go, yeah, this is you know, where we came from. Like, I, you know, personally, I ended up in a heavy metal band after that. Yeah. you know, after that time and have done so for 20 years. Yeah. Being a heavy metal singer, joined the military, got into a job of violence, you know, and you know, now that I, I've transitioned into, you know, shooting a camera to create things and making art, I can be reflective of that. And I, I just, I don't know what's in that. I think I'm onto something with myself mm. about that. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of that? Are you a 90s fan?
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I do just love how iconic that they all are compared Mm. to now you you can point at something and go that feels 80s that feels 90s but you can't for the late because i i yes i grew up in the 90s but Mm. i mean like i was born in 88 so when Mm. i say i grew up in the 90s like i can kind of the bicentennial yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) people made a big deal of that Mm. (laughs) but I, i guess i i I have more memories from the 2000s and whatnot. Yeah. Like, well, that's what's interesting me.
0: to ask you. Yeah, because what's for, what's for you? Like, because you were a teenager in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. What's what was the thing that was iconic other than the phone for you? Do you know?
1: Well, everyone was talking about how they used to be on MSN and have a MySpace, but I never did that.
0: Yeah, I had an MSN and MySpace, yeah.
1: I didn't. And so I, I don't know why. We'll talk because you know, now we've all got Facebook and blah, 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 mm. blah. And Literally, blah, 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 blah. blah, it, blah. blah, blah it just goes And then it on and changes. On. I'm like, wait, what is it now? TikTok, okay. Right? Oh, no, that's already moved on. Okay, we we'll move on to the metaverse. All right, cool. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I have to create like a full, I don't know. I'm going to put this
0: podcast on Spotify, by the way. It's Vision on Spotify. Don't forget to follow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I can't go like, oh, I had a perm and stuff like that with my hair. Like I was just, I don't know. I was getting a phone. Towards 2004, I think it mm. was when I got a phone, and it was you know a flip phone, so that was very satisfying. You'd play Snake.
0: Yeah, I remember Snake I remember on a Nokia. Snake. I was I was a pretty I was a pretty good Snake player actually.
1: I didn't get into social media until I got into Facebook. Mm. And even then, it was because everyone made me do it. And I was like, "All
0: right." Yeah, I got forced into it. Yeah. I
1: don't. I don't have a problem with that because I don't feel like I abuse social media <laughs> or anything like that. But
0: unlike some people out there in the world, <laughs> oh um, it's an interesting window. It is an
1: interesting window. <laughs> oh my goodness, because I I, I I love it now. Like I'm on Twitter, and it's just funny. You just be a little. Yeah, Misty's and... a
0: Twitter fan. I'm not a Twitter fan. I don't know. I should maybe I, should, I, don't, I haven't really got into it though. Yeah. I
1: have only got into it because of fangirling. Like you watch a TV show and you live watch it with a whole bunch of other people. Oh, wow. Yeah, the conversation. Yeah. See, that's interesting.
0: That's interesting. So that's what's really... That's the thing that I I sort of noticed as well in this, you know, thinking about this thought. Thinking about this thought? Can I think about a thought? You can think about a thought. I can think about a thought. Is uh, the, you know, the phone itself, like with someone... How do I put this? Like, I heard some... I quoted a movie to a young person and then they quoted me back the meme they saw it on. (laughs) And then I said... Do you know where the, the where the meme's from? They're like, no idea. I'm like, it's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, man. I'm
1: like, this is this is. Like, I love that so much.
0: <laughs> like, you haven't seen Willy Wonka, and they're like, like the Johnny Depp one. I'm like, no, no. The, the original. Like, this is this is iconic stuff, man. This is bed knobs and broomstick stuff, man. Um, how do you not know that? And then I I started thinking, like, well, the naughties in the two thousand, all of the two thousands are pop cultural references. We reference all the pop culture of the past, like, yeah. and, and another thing that's put me onto that is Stranger Things, right? We get into the Stranger Things because it's a window into the eighties. Yeah, and what, where's the window? And my question is, where's the window to now? What is now?
1: Well, it's all digital stuff now, isn't it? Yeah, I think.
0: Yeah, but what does that mean?
1: You know, what is? What do we get out of the digital stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Connection with people who we don't know. I swear, half the people I interact with mm. online are the, just total strangers. Mm. I don't know any of them. Oh,
0: that terrifies me.
1: <laughs> I did a podcast. I feel, like I, t- I feel like
0: I'll get groomed or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I literally ended up doing a podcast with a b- bunch of women from um, America. I got up at 6 am because we were all talking about Korean dramas mm. and because we'd all fangirled together so much, mm-hmm. they just invited me along. I was like, yes, that sounds amazing. Fangirling with complete strangers, please.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah I can I can see I can, I can relate to the fangirling fanboying um, ideas right because there's things there's things out there that I love. Absolutely love like and 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 that taste has changed as I've gotten older. Well, there's a time where I could talk with my friends about The Simpsons. We could have like a conversation in a pub purely based on Simpsons references, which are references <laughs> to pop culture, because like The Simpsons itself is a meme uh, as a series. It's yeah. a series. It's a meme of the world, and yeah. um, you could we could talk in a pub. No one knows what we're talking about, you know, by because we can in uh, you know, anticipate what the next person's going to say. So, like, for instance, one saying in in The Simpsons is um, Leonard Nimoy goes, "Ah, Solar Eclipse, the Cosmic Ballet, goes on, right? And it's on the monorail. And there's a guy that sits next to him and goes, does anyone want to switch seats? Right. (laughs) So when you're in a pub and there's a weirdo that sits next to you and I'd go to your mate, "Ah, the Solar Eclipse, Cosmic Ballet, goes on. And he knows what the next line is. So, yeah, um, we'd use pop culture references in the noughties, to reference the past, to talk about the now, which I find interesting. That's a bit of... That's where that fandom and fangirling stuff gets into it, like um, the alternate endings to movies, the alternate in your mind to movies. Like, I'm a big fan of looking at... That's why I like the DVD, right? Because the DVD yeah. will give you the alternate endings to a to a movie. Yeah. Or, or, or the director's cut, which I think is weird. Director's cuts are weird. Like, why wouldn't you... Just do the cut to begin with.
1: They're all just longer. They're usually just longer. It's like the, the babies they didn't want to kill.
0: Yeah, precious. Or baby. darlings
1: they didn't want to kill. Oh, I don't know. I
0: watched the director's cut of Aliens, man, and it's way better than Aliens.
1: Ah. It's way better.
0: Like, all the extra stuff in there is way better. They should have left it in there. It was it was recognised as too geeky. I'm like,
1: look at your audience. Yeah. <laughs> Super geeky. <laughs> Give them what they want. Like, the, artist,
0: the, the artistry of the of all of, the, of that series, man, is very deep. Yeah. And, and it's about, you know, the humans with NSR are, you know, are potentially monsters, right? That's the, the subtext to all of it. Yeah. Some want to be the monster. Some don't want to be the monster. Some would want to kill the monster. You know, yeah. there's all of these uh, tropes that, you know, we can look at through that. Look at through that? There's a mm. lot of that going on on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can I think a thought? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just think it's interesting in this day and age. Like, like, the phone, we predicted the phone in sci-fi.
2: Yeah. We
0: predicted video calling in sci-fi. Right, but we didn't predict the social media aspect of it and how that is fragmented. Absolutely everything. Yeah. There's some great movements. Like I think an iconic movement is um, the Me Too movement. That is something that you go, man. If the phone wasn't about, yeah. That shit wouldn't be going down, and those arseholes wouldn't have been exposed, right? Yeah. Um, you know the revolution in Egypt where they tried to shut down the internet. Um, those people were yeah. saved because of the cameras in their phone. What yeah. the,
1: it's powerful. Yeah. It's a
0: powerful thing people that misuse a phone like cambridge analytica that are influencing content that people see um, are influencing how they vote so it's yeah. a significant thing this black mirror that we carry around um it really is
1: black mirror was too scary for me to watch by the way <laughs> And i don't mean visually scary i just mean like that's too real what that's- has happened because I, I watched the first episode which was with the president and the pig and i'm just like
0: yeah that's the most benign one
1: <laughs> 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 that really is
0: i just some of the concepts in Black Mirror are, like, frightening. Yeah. Because it, it's near future sci-fi. That's the other thing. It's within reach. Yeah. It's plausible. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the one I really enjoyed from them, did you do Bandersnatch? You know what Bandersnatch is?
1: Y- that's the one with the...
0: Choose Your Own Adventure.
1: Choose Your Own Adventure, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we played that for hours. That was amazing.
1: That was a very cool little experiment.
0: It was a great experiment. A very expensive experiment, but yeah. a great... Ex- uh, yeah, I don't think they got their money back on it. Yeah. But uh, it will sit there for the ages and be studied for the future, for especially like metaverse and stuff like this, where you have choices in, in narrative. Metaverse.
1: Yeah, the I'm metaverse. so curious. What is, I
0: don't even know, what is the fucking metaverse anyway? I what don't is know, it?
1: but I'm curious. What do you know about the
0: metaverse? <laughs> Let's look it up. I'm going to look it up. Yes. What is the fucking metaverse, man?
1: <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> Enough's enough. I just feel like, especially when we're trying to find new ways to launch stuff, I'm fascinated to think about launching shows or something in the metaverse. Mm. Like, not going to a cinema. It's like, you know, you've got a little little film and you launch it there and a whole bunch of people are watching. I don't know. It's fascinating to me. Yeah, okay. I just haven't what? had the time to sit down and go, right, thank you for Googling this. <laughs> <laughs> what is the metaverse?
0: I can't even see what I'm typing and I can't, can't see Can't we the just keyboard. ask Siri.
1: <laughs> Oh, and what is the
0: Metalverse? <throat> oh, come on. Oh, come on. You, this computer really knows cool me. This computer knows <gasps> me too much. Oh, no. What have you done? Oh, was it just the coaster that stuck? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're not... They look good, but they're useless. <laughs> i There we go. That's why I got spares. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my first rug. I thought it was ice. I was
1: like, how did I spin tip this glass so well?
0: Yeah. Well, we've got the rug. The rug's there for that. Isn't mm. not the first time that would have happened? Okay. Yeah, clearly, I can't spell.
1: <laughs> what is the Metalverse exactly? Exactly. <laughs> broadly speaking (laughs) broadly
0: speaking what is the metaverse exactly my internet is not playing the game at the moment let's see if we can get something out of it Uh, it's nearly don't give me the history what is it seriously what does metaverse mean seriously what is it I'm not going to the magazine just give me the definition what is the metaverse it's an integrated network of 3D virtual worlds well that's kind of Self explanatory.
1: Isn't it just you being able to have an avatar in a space, but they haven't quite worked out how to? You know how Google lets us go and get into anything that we want? They haven't yeah. worked out how to make the metaverse into that yet?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think perhaps it's um, more to do with. Um, what's that? Could Remember die. Second Life? Remember Second Life? Uh, yeah, Second Life no. where you could be online and you can have your own avatar. Uh, you know, and it's got to live by I, these rules I, in society.
1: I missed all of that. If yeah. that was the thing, I missed it definitely. Yeah, it was when was
0: 2008, that? 2008, 2009. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, so there was. Uh, and, and World of Warcraft, that's another sort of avatar space uh, where. I've, look, there's funny stories in those spaces, right? The funniest story I heard in that space was um, uh, I think they were elves, right? So they've got all these different um, factions or clans, yeah. right? So they had the, these demon dragon dudes and these elves. And someone had died from DVT. From being at in the game, yeah, yeah, because they were at the computer. oh, you it's, mean
1: in real life? In real oh, life, they horrifying. died. They died
0: playing the computer game.
1: That's devastating.
0: And then they had a um, they had a funeral online for this lady, and all of these elves showed up for uh, inside the game for this funeral, and then all of these these other faction go these guys are meeting there and we can go and slaughter them. So they showed up and slaughtered everyone.
1: This was almost the sweetest story. (laughs) And I was about to say how wonderful it is to watch the internet bring people together. Yeah. And then you were just
0: (laughs) (laughs) like, these (laughs) dragon slayers come through, man. So bad. And then kill all the elves. And then the elves complain because then Avatar's worth money, right? Because they accumulate wealth in the game. Yeah. Um. And they complained to World of Warcraft and they said, we're having a, a visual and um, uh, they come and kill us. They go, it's a game. It's a game. What did you expect? That's the rules of the game.
1: That's how like, most people come in these <laughs> things, which is really interesting because it's like... Okay, so, we're saying what does digital mean for people? Mm. I think it is you find a community when you can't find one Yeah, at home. That's a,
0: yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's a lot of really people,
1: true. And I feel like a lot of people... Both in a good and a bad way, but a lot of people can be their authentic selves sometimes when mm. they're online. Again, mm. in a good or a bad way. <laughs> yeah,
0: the keyboard warriors that are keyboard out there. Warriors. Yeah, those uh, hefty, uh, horrible emailers and mm. uh, uh, shit posting people.
1: Yeah, they're a hurt.
0: Yeah, I, lo- I actually, I must confess, I do read a lot of shit posting. Um, I don't participate yeah, in you it. Watch it. I watch it go down. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like you're the meme that it's like uh, you sit down and you have the popcorn. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've been roped into one before, but they came onto my Same. They came in onto my private page though, and I'm like, you're yeah, arguing with me on a meme that I posted on my personal page. I'm not mm. on a forum or anything. I'm not in someone else's site. I'm not on their page like talking in an open space. I'm in my space. Yeah. And you're arguing with me on my space, I just, fuck you, block you. Get out of my Get out of my fucking life.
1: Yeah. Right How we were taught to engage in very different ways. Like most people say ignore it and let the people in the comments section sort it out.
0: Oh, man, it's that Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica stuff, man. It was during an election and I figured out they were getting uh, scrolls and I did a political post, which I didn't care. Like, I don't care politics left and right. I just don't care. Like uh, I will vote for who is the most... Um, well, the least bad at the time. <laughs> and, and that could be Labor or Liberal or Greens. It doesn't matter, right? That, that's your vote, right? But um, you know, what I realised is I'm pretty sure that these guys that were uh, further towards the right wing mm. were getting content that was enraging them, and then they were getting content that was triggering them to attack people like me that are in the middle. So they were bots. Uh, yeah, no, they weren't bots. Cleverly designed they were, bots. They were human bots. <laughs> yeah, oh. Brainwashed human bots is my theory. Because uh, well, bo- why would you attack your friend? It's weird. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It's weird in their own space, but uh, yeah, I think that's a that's an insight to the digital space and what it means is that the digital space itself, um, you know. And I suppose now I think about it, gaming. There's yeah. iconic things in gaming that are from those decades. Uh, Halo. Um, uh, what's another one? I'm not, I don't play a lot of games. I mean, so. I played
1: Spyro. Does that count? <laughs> <Spyro>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really good cool. at collecting gems. <laughs> I just
0: realized my switcher wasn't working. Damn it. <laughs> um, gems on Spyro, yeah, and I've done, I like those games. I like pinball, I like I like those analog games, I like bowling, pool, yes. love that stuff. I don't mind that in a digital space either. Um, but okay,
1: literally a month ago, I found myself playing Tetris again. Love Tetris. Why? Love Tetris. Deeply satisfying and relaxing. <laughs> I was like, Yes. It's meditative, man. Put those blocks in the right spot. Oh no, there's a gap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when it's going well when you're in the it's when like you're in the stakes. zone. When you're in the zone yeah. though, it's great because you just you're when
1: you get a rhythm and you hit that space bar, you're like, Yeah, You're a machine. This is great. <laughs> you're just a machine. I'm so good at this.
0: And uh yeah, I really since everything's going wrong right now. (laughs) Yes, it is recording. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's a great answer to that. So this digital space is the answer to these icons. Like the skins that people wear in games are the fashion. Interesting, you know. I am
1: a level 55 dark elf. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And maybe that's what it is in the
0: metaverse, man. It might be that in the metaverse. Um, You have status in that space. But are you yourself in that space? And that avatar is you.
1: Is it trying to be Ready Player One? Is that what we're moving into? Yeah, I think
0: that's what they're aiming for. Yeah, that's what they want.
1: Cause I always liked the little—I don't know what you call them—but the things that they like are running on like a like treadmill, a but not really. It's like
0: a, a little disc travelator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's that's already here. That stuff's already here. Yeah. Um, I just think it's more bulky at the moment. Augmented reality is coming. Yeah. Like it's already here. Like um, we even did one for *Making the Westman*. Mm-hmm. Um, we did an augmented uh, magazine. Yeah. Uh, so you can open up the magazine, hover your phone over it, and it comes to life. You know?
1: Um, it's fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, we did that as um, we did that as a I don't know what how do you, like we wanted memorabilia. Yeah. And we think we thought well, we were doing this digital thing. How can we have memorabilia in a digital thing? Yeah. So we thought we'd pay homage to the magazine because then we can put our history in the magazine. We thought, well, what else can we do with the magazine? What, what's a, what's a cool thing we can do to make it in this digital space? Yeah. And that was to augment it. So it's a oh, it's a cool. digital magazine that's yeah. a physical magazine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, a little QR code. Buzz that, and it's uh, now uh, a magazine that plays clips uh, as you hover your phone over it, right? Um, yeah, that's the answer. Yep. It is this digital augmentation that we're going towards. Um, the idea of contact lenses that we put in that, you know, are I'm our Still waiting for that. on display to screen. Yeah, I think we're going to get that before the hoverboard.
1: Well, me <laughs> and my sister were talking about the Google Glasses and how we wish they'd taken off a bit more because like, they were trying to do the whole...
0: yes, Yeah, streamline
1: it. I don't know what to call it, but it never really... Went anywhere. They've so. tried
0: several times. It's kind of like the um the the power glove from Nintendo, right? <laughs> <laughs> didn't really take off, but it looked cool. It you know? Looked cool. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone just turned it around and actually just used it as a controller. Yeah. but uh, not that I was rich enough to have one of those. But no,
1: I never had one of those. I had
0: friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a controller. I remember I had a Nintendo Gun though, like this bright orange thing. Yeah, for duck, for duck shoot. Duck hunt. Yeah, <laughs> duck
0: shoot was it? Yeah, yeah. I love that game. I love that <sighs> game. Yeah, I even got that on the uh, the Wii as well. That, oh really? Yeah, 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 I even got the um, like the Stye version gun, um, where you can shoot, shoot the uh, screen man. It was a lot of fun, and we got the zombie games and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. We used to, have, yeah, we used to play it on the big screen, on, on the projector, fun. so you can have a weekend over and have people over, have them in here in my you know, work party space. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's how we used to spend our time is yeah. playing games. But that's, I
1: got out of playing
0: games though because they took up all my
1: time. Yeah, same. I had to stop. Yeah. And it, it was in the HSC. I, I,
0: yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's when
1: I stopped, literally. Yeah, I
0: stopped at the end of school. Then I joined the military. And I'm like, um, oh, we still did Doom. We did Null Modem of Doom, so like PC hookup in our barracks. Yeah. And I, since I was such a nerd, I was easy to, you know, I could hook that shit up, right? Oh, that's cool. Uh, so we were all playing Doom in the military while we were bored. Yeah. Um, but after that, I realized, man, there's cafes out there. Yeah. There's a beach out there. Yeah. There's, there's a, an island, a, you, know, you know, a 16 minute boat ride away. Get on the boat, go on the island, walk around that, you know, go and see nature, go and mm. hang out with your friends, go and, you know, drink on a, on a deserted beach and, you know, uh, have fun.
1: I mean, thankfully Spyro never pulled me out enough to make <laughs> me not go to the beach. <laughs> when I say I did gaming, like, I, I, sorry, I'm not saying I did gaming. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I observed other people doing it. Mm. And then I played Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Or like Spar- Mario. Spar- <laughs> Spar- only.
0: Sparrow <laughs> only and Snake on the Nokia. Yes,
1: actually. <laughs> to say I have some kind of gaming pre- uh, pedigree would be a, a lie. <laughs> mm. I watched my friends play their Sega Oh, yeah. That's about it.
0: Yeah, no, more, I was more watching people play games. A voyeur, if you will. Yeah, yeah, same. A game voyeur. Why
1: did I enjoy that? I don't know. I don't know.
0: Watching people succeed and, you know, um, you share in their... Um... I played
1: Tomb Raider, actually.
0: Yeah, Tomb Raider was alright. about right. that? On the Jeez. Sony? That's on the Sony. I, I played
1: on the computer.
0: Oh, wow. You are a computer player as well. I was yeah. one, I'm was one of those. I used to play interactive movies when I was a teenager. Yeah, in the 90s. Uh, mm-hmm. Games like um, Under a Killing Moon. Yeah. Um... That yeah, you used to have a clip that would play, and you have items in the, and you'd have to select things to give to the lady running away from the ghost. Oh, I've never know. seen that. Yeah, there was banned ones called Phant- Yeah, one was called Phantasmagoria. It was banned in Australia, and like I oh, went and geez. downloaded it off the you know pre-internet, which is called a bulletin board. Um, yeah. So I downloaded it off, um, which was on a university computer. I got that uh, game from. I won't say what university. No. But um, yeah, I downloaded <laughs> it from a university server. Uh, this illegal a legal game. And then it came on 16 floppy disks. When floppy disks. Yeah, when I distributed it to my friends and had to share it, yeah. that's, I had to give them 16 floppy disks to load in one at a time. Do you mean computer. like...
1: Wait, the the... The smaller ones, or you mean the big ones? Well, I had both of those. Yeah, yeah. So um, try to work out what generation we're talking. about. Oh <laughs> man,
0: I had an I had an Apple two GS. That was my first computer. No, that was my second computer actually, but my first mm. computer that I really got into. Uh, so that was two disk drives that were five hundred inch quarter, yeah, five and a quarter inch floppy disk, yeah, which I think had thirteen megabytes. No, no, sorry, kilobytes. I think it was, I think it was in the kilobytes. Yeah, into
2: the
0: kilobytes. Yeah, and that was huge. That was huge, yeah. man. Um, we had that, and then I ended up with a PC 286, and then I got a 386, then 486, and I ended up with a Pentium, and then I went back to Mac. I
1: can't remember the computers I've had. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm <laughs> a I'm, nerd, man. It took
1: probably till, like high school to ever get near one. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I was, uh, yeah, I was raised on them. Um, uh-huh. uh, my mother insisted on it, really.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, she said, this is like the future of shit, and you got to learn it. And uh, yeah, she got me right into it.
1: Oh, I like yeah. that. That's great. Yeah,
0: man. Uh, yeah, she was a crazy lady, but a smart one in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, she saw the future. Well, she ended up doing computing at university. Yeah. She didn't finish her course, I don't think. And that she was doing nursing, but one of her electives was computing. Yeah. And she, yeah, um, oh, I used to go and sneak into lectures and shit like that all the time. I used to wag school to go to uni. What a nerd. What a nerd.
1: Good. That's awesome though. I love it. I
0: used to get in trouble though. I used to get in trouble for doing it. If I yeah. do it all the time.
1: I think the one time I wagged. Mm. The one time. Mm. <laughs> that was terrified when I was doing it the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna get caught. <laughs> when I was. to get caught. Oh my god! But it was when I was at. I'd gone to. I was at a new school and I just joined the the musical at that school and mm-hmm. then we'd all stayed back. I don't know during. I think it was during history and I decided to stay back with the drama nerds in this building. And, uh, and I felt like such a rebel. And then I told them who I had. And, they, and I was like, oh, I've got Mrs. Brady. And they, went, they all looked at me and went, why are you here? Go, go. I was like, what? What do you mean? I was so scared. Wow. I walked in. And I was like, oh, I was just doing practice for, the, for you know, the musical. And she's like, that's okay. i was like. How oh, hard pays to be a goody kid? Like, yeah. <laughs> good rocking up late. I knew what I was doing. Oh man, I was terrible. I'm sorry, Mrs. Brady.
0: In my, uh, I remember in my spare periods at school, I would go to art class, and it took six months for that teacher to figure out that I wasn't actually in that <laughs> meant class. To be there. And I'd be like, I do the exams and everything, man. Like, what? yeah, because he must have thought I was off his roll, and he's put me on his roll, and he's realized. Like, no, yeah, it was all handwritten back then, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's put me on the roll and then he's gotten a, you know, they obviously do a consolidation at some point and, you know, they have to do their grades versus the paperwork they get from, you know, their head teacher in their office Yeah. yeah. and realized I wasn't on that list. He goes, you're not in this class. I'm like, you've been coming here for six months. I'm like... But I want those
1: credits. So. Yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> he
0: goes, yeah, because we all learn about Picasso and, you know, um, cubism and all, the, you know, all these sort of things. Yeah. You know, I've always put my hand up in the class, you know, participating. <laughs>
1: You know what were you go- what were you not going to? I
0: oh, know it was a free period
1: oh, oh my gosh
0: <laughs> I know it's even worse I know I feel terrible. Like my
1: nerd status needs to be significantly downgraded. Well, I think I'm a geek and a nerd yeah I'm a yeah, geek yeah, and yeah. a nerd
0: but I'm more of a geek than a nerd yeah um, and I've changed more into a geek as I've gotten older yeah uh, I've gone yeah geek is easier than nerd nerds more work mm. more reading and nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not true. i am got to read manuals and shit to figure out computers and fucking all kinds of weird problems. Yeah. Um. That put make you pull your hair out, but at the end of it, you feel triumphant. Like I'm so smart. <laughs> um. <laughs> really, you just fixed an audio problem. Get over yourself. Yeah,
1: come on. <laughs> that's so satisfying.
0: It is really satisfying. It's so satisfying to. I to beat work the out machine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, actually, I'm thinking of speaking of the machine, man. I'm thinking about doing a, another series for the Pagey Train. I'm going to call it Page Against the Machine.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
0: yeah, and talk about tech shit. Yeah, and tech shit, things that I've done.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, because I'm really into it. I was like, well, I can do an episode once a month to talk about geeky shit I do, because I do heaps of geeky shit. Yeah. Um, well, we were talking before because you're wearing the NASA shirt, man.
1: Yeah, check
0: out this NASA shirt. Constantly
1: trying to think of some kind of space story. Constellationally that I feasibly... thinking. <laughs> Constellationally thinking. I'm thinking about thinking of,
0: uh, thinking, of oh, thinking of thinking
1: of <laughs> thinking. I don't know. I don't, I just... It feels like something... I remember I went to this talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson mm-hmm. and they was saying it feels like we haven't gotten to space again. Like, the reason we got to space in the first point was because of wars and whatnot. And Damn. it's like the fight for the sky.
0: Yeah, yeah, We're superiority. Kind of lost, yeah.
1: That, like, lost that motivation unless you're like a massively rich old man in America.
0: Yeah, or a massively rich middle-aged man. Yeah. Um, uh, who wants to you know make us a, um, a space-faring civilization? Yeah, I find that fascinating.
1: <laughs> um, Same.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I'm a Mars fan. In fact, on my shelf, on my movies, there there is a Mars section just for you know from everything from Total Recall to The Martian. Um, yeah, there it is. You can see it from there. Um, uh, jo- uh, John Carter, The Martian. Top left there. There you go. John Carter. Yeah. I
1: actually enjoyed that movie. So did I. I got a bad review, though. Well, how did I had to get a bad. Oh. I
0: think it was a really good idea because it's lower gravity, so he's stronger. Yeah. And it makes sense, except for the teleportation part. Shh. But, but you've got to let that go.
1: In <laughs> <Even> most <of> sci <laughs> fi, you've got to let everything go, okay? Totally. <laughs> I don't know why I got a bad review. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I love Mar- Mars and Mar- Martian movies. Mm. And um, you know, I love geology and, you know, reading up about, you know, geology on Mars. Well, not reading up. Watching documentaries about Mars, let's be clear.
2: Yeah. Um, occasionally
0: I do read the one article here
2: and there. But <laughs> uh,
0: mainly watching shit yeah. uh, on my phone, my black mirror. <laughs> uh, trying not to watch Doom Scrolls and trying to do documentaries. Um, but yeah, no, I just bought a telescope. And it's just finally arrived. I had it built in America. It took them 18 months
2: (laughs) to build this fucking thing.
0: Yeah, it's um, two meters tall, 16 inch aperture. Like, it's called, they call it the light bin (laughs) because it just catches so much light. Yeah, um, it rocked up in like several boxes. (laughs) I looked at it and I'm like, what have I fucking done? (laughs) This is beyond me. I've overreached, I can't eat this apple, um, but I'm going to give it a good a red hot shot. But I can't get around to un- unpacking it because I've got too many, too much work on it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So my reward is to put that thing together uh, yeah. and look at the stars. But watching, um, uh, showing kids the stars is what I've realised in my older ages, what I really like doing is lighting up young minds about science. Because mm. um, you point to Jupiter and they can see it as a dot. And you look through the telescope and you can see that there's... Five dots there. There's a big dot and four little dots. And you go, they're moons traveling around this big planet. How many Earths do you think fit in Jupiter? And they go, how many? A thousand. And it lights up their brain.
1: I didn't know that either.
0: Yeah. Well, here's i I'll do the ratios. Teach me more. All the ratios. I'll give you the ratios on it. Yes. So, okay. So, a thousand Earths will fit into Jupiter. Mm. And a thousand Jupiters Mm. will fit into the sun.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, I've done this recently. Okay. So, um... See the shine on those, these orbs, like the they're like uh, these spiders here. Maybe yeah. Maybe they've got these spiders. Hold on, it should flick me over. Here we go. they got these spiders, right? See that shine on there. The um, the surface area of that would have more variation than between the Marianas Trench and uh, the top of Mount Everest. So that ratio is smaller than that. Oh, so okay. So the, the deepest trench on that to the highest peak is a longer distance as a ratio than the Earth. The Earth is smoother than that. Mm. Scientifically speaking, right? If you look, so we live on that shine. Yeah. Right? We live on the surface of this shiny thing. Mm. Right? Um, and the, that, 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 uh, no, the surface, when I mean the surface of the earth, I mean the crust. The crust is the shine. So it's this oh, fireball. Yeah. We literally live on a fireball traveling at 100,000 kilometres through space, right? That, well, that's another conversation. Get into that. <laughs> but um, the ratio, right, <laughs> is you take a tennis ball and mm. you take this, uh, the, um, the earth mm-hmm. and the tennis ball, yeah, right? Uh, the sun and the tennis ball. So the sun is the tennis ball yeah. and the earth is the tip of a pin. Yeah? Yeah. If you look out at the stars, you'll see Sirius, which is on the frying pan, you know, the, the three Orion uh, yep. belt stars. Out the side, you'll see a really bright star and that star's called Sirius. Mm. The Sirius is the tennis ball and the sun is the pinprick, prick. Yep. So, the earth doesn't even fit into that ratio. Yeah. It, it doesn't fit. You look at Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse is the tennis ball, which is the orange star in Orion's Belt. Mm. It's the tennis ball. And Sirius is the pinprick. <laughs> yeah. So, when you think about small, yeah. we are fucking tiny.
2: So, so tiny. tiny.
0: and tiny. Uh, but precious, though. That's the thing we forget to remember, right? Yeah. We've treated the earth pretty badly Yeah, and we haven't been precious with it. We haven't had a farmer mentality with it. We've had a capitalist mentality with it. Yeah. And that's starting to shift. That shift shifting out, not, maybe not in our time, but it will shift. I mean, uh, we'll
1: ruin it before it shifts, but yeah, I think
0: <laughs> we've already ruined it. Uh, we we'll just ruin it <laughs> more. It's kind of like the, f- yeah, it's kind of like Woodstock 99. Yes. The PR is really good, but they burnt that fucker <laughs> oh, down.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: There was a few ruffians... <laughs> this is what they said in their PR re- release, man. There's a few ruffians, 50 people or so, that caused a bit of trouble. No, look at the footage, man. It was a fucking riot. 20,000 20, plus. Oh, my god. Pl- naked people everywhere. There was... Um, yeah, it was just... It, naked people in bonfires, man. It was... <laughs> it was... It, it was a pagan ritual. Yeah. Not Woodstock, you know. That's what we're doing. We're party animals. Yeah. But it's not... As a game, again, though, that 90s was, I think... The real end of that analog violent era, like there's violence that still happens, but we've got these mechanisms to report it. You know, if someone starts uh, attacking you in the street, just pull out your phone, go live. Mm. You know, and the, the, we see we've seen all the doom, Karen. You know, footage out there, and that's that's why that happens. Yeah, and eventually, it's going to pull things into check. Eventually, <laughs> hopefully,
1: maybe well, environmental causes. We say semi-confidently. <laughs> yeah, well, like,
0: I think it, I think it will. Like. I have hopes, like uh, I think that things start out of art first, and then they're weaponized. The phone was an idea of um, connecting people, and then the government weaponized it. Um, if you look at the plane, I don't think Orville Wright was like, I'm going to bomb a village with this bad boy, you know, and I, just, I just don't think that's what they thought when they flew yeah. for the first time. They wanted to fly, they had dreams. Even, um, Von Braun, the guy that did the V2 rockets that bombed London and he ended up working for NASA in
2: yeah. the space
0: program to get to the moon. I don't think he wanted to build the V2 rocket to hurt people. No. That's what Hitler wanted. He wanted to build rockets to go to the, to go to space. Yeah. And yeah, that's what he wanted. So I think the desire is the stars. The desire is the desire within, uh, the stars within us, the universe that's within us, the inner space and the outer space. That's what we really are going for. And uh, there's just people that turn that into a profit machine or a, a war machine in order to make more profit for their profit machine. And uh, that's the people we go, Ugh. I think Stranger Things put it really well. Um, being normal is a raging psychopath. Mm-hmm. That's what normal is. Mm-hmm. Because people always go, my whole life I've said I'm not normal. I'm not, I'm not with the normal mainstream. Um, and now I figured out why. Because it is a raging psychopath. Mm-hmm. It's normal to rob people of their pension. Banks robbing people is normal. Insurance companies denying people that have had heart attacks on farms, telling them that they didn't have a heart attack, that's normal. Going to war and bombing people, that's normal. You know, burning down a festival, that's normal.
1: Oh, it all comes back to train
0: wreck. Yeah, it does. It's it's affected me today, clearly. <laughs> Um, maybe we should do a fan fiction of Trainwreck wreck and yeah. do the story of the citizen journalist who's <laughs> got a report for their for blogs and people don't even know what blogs are in nineteen ninety nine. When did the blog get invented? That's an interesting question. Um yeah, I just I, I I just I'm really fascinated by this notion at the moment of um what is the digital era in comparison to the decades that um were previous. Um, And I think that's really raised a lot of things for me in my mind about what it means where we were. It's the Emmett Brown thing. Mm. This is where we are. This is where we're going. This is where we were. Yeah. You know, I think I'm looking where we were to look where we are to figure out perhaps where we're going. And because there's some dark, Pas out there for us.
1: I feel like there's so much dark stuff with like as, as sorry for kids growing up. What mm. I mean with the digital age in mm. terms of when I think about my nieces and what they're exposed to mm. when they eventually will be allowed on social, social media. media. Yeah, yeah. The, how I remember, I, was, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a comedian talking about how he doesn't let his son onto. Social media, and he mm. won't give him a phone. This is mm. probably five years ago now. Yeah, and he was saying because when he when that kid bullies someone, when his son bullies someone, he wants them to see the the pain that he causes. And you mm. don't get that when you do it online.
0: No, um, you just
1: send your words out, and it's totally douchey, and you never see the impact it has. Yeah, when I
0: got bullied, I got bullied in the old-fashioned way. I got bullied at school yeah, to the face, and uh, yeah, to or the behind face, your or or behind your back, behind your back. With an earshot. The grapevine
1: came and then you're like, oh, that person said that great.
0: And they did it for this reason because this person likes this person. They thought I like this person, but I don't really care. Oh, I got it. It was all for nothing. Great.
1: Awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, It was all for pecking order. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they got old-fashioned bullying, you know, schoolyard bullying. The way we used to do it back in the day.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, no. When I was a youngster. Analog bullying. Analog bullying.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, I miss the analog bullies. They were way, they were fiercer.
1: But they always say that. They say but that they, we, you got the clock off though. Well, but yeah, that's what I was about to say. In the digital age, it, it follows you home. It's not just mm. at school now. It's. Twenty-four bloody seven, and it's evident forever, and it's sneaky sometimes. And it's, oh, mm. yes, it's there
0: it's forever. Anything on the internet is there forever. It's memory. I wonder what they're gonna. That's why we wonder about the metaverse, right? Because mm. like, um, if you think about it, all the con- content that we make, right? Yeah. Um. There's the social media posts. There's the content that is of an artistic nature that we're trying to build. Yeah. Um. There's the, the work that we've done for clients and and workplaces that are out there in the world. And then one day in the future, people are going to be able to put all of this data together in an algorithm create a digital version of you. Yeah. So you can answer questions. Yeah. Like me, because I've done like what? You know, five hundred hours of podcasting. Yeah, it's easy to get my voice and everything I've ever said in my opinions. Yeah. Like, you can take that into an emulator and make me deep
1: faking is incredible. Yeah, we're on the we're on the verge
0: of uh, of, of just being able to tell that it's fake. Mm. That's really freaky. That freaks me out.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Yeah, um, there's funny things that I've seen. You're like, you know, Barack Obama, you know, saying, you know, ludicrous things. Mm. But uh, that's just the beginning, right? Mm,
1: there's um, way scarier stuff than that, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you know, eyewitness testimony isn't, you know, the best. So we go to video testimony, and now that is uh, potentially mm. compromised because uh, of software. You can, you know, uh, show a senator doing uh, illegal things um, with illegal women uh, to go, I've got this footage of you, but it's not real. I don't care. It could be $50,000. Yeah. I mean, that could happen. Yeah. Uh, and it probably will. Uh, there's excursion. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, definitely <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I wonder what goes through your head to make money like that, though. It must be weird. It's that that sociopathic thing again. That's normal. It's normal to do a deep fake and bribe someone, or oh, no, extort someone.
1: You know? Oh no, that's no, no that's an interesting question though, because it goes into villain territory. Mm. Yeah. And I I, I don't know, because you always like to think that maybe maybe it's like a bit of desperation in there or something. But mm. are they just being genuinely evil? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Are they compensating for something? I don't know. I don't know. uh, know. I'm a big villain fan. I love villains. I like a good villain. I like a good villain. Um, You know, um, Alan Rickman, good villain. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Love Alan Rickman as a good villain. Um, Who's another good villain? Um, uh, What's his name? I've forgotten his name. He's in Batman. Everyone's in Batman.
1: Yes, that's not helping me narrow it down at all
0: Plays Dracula, what's his name? I was going to say Sam Rockwell, but that's not him either Plays
1: Dracula Who's Dracula?
0: I'm going to find out This is going to kill me Um, Same Who's another good villain? Uh, Christopher Walken is a good villain
1: Yeah He's a great
0: villain Um, uh, Have you ever seen um, uh, uh, True Romance? No Oh, man, he's good He's only in it for like five minutes But it's awesome like, he murders someone, right? Yeah. And as he's murdering him, because he's a mob boss, mm. and he's shooting him with this little um, handgun. And as he's shooting him, he's giving a monologue. <laughs> right? Of course. And he's like, I haven't killed anyone. Bang, bang. Since 1980. Bang. Four. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow. Um, and that was, that was um, uh, uh, Hopkins, I think. Not Hopkins. I always get them guys mixed up. I can't tell. Anyway, I've, okay. lost, I've lost my train of thought with it. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, but my point is, like, I look at true romance and I think of fandoms. Yeah. Like, I think of how Elsa could be different and how I would write it and how I would do it. And that's kind of what you're up to at the moment, but a little bit different, right? Fan fiction's fan, the
2: best.
0: Fan fiction. Because <laughs> um, you are a fan of fan fiction. Yeah. There it is again. Can I be a fan of fan fiction? Of course I can. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> Uh, but you you do um you're doing at the moment shippers yeah uh, which is good uh, crowdfunding as well by the way guys where can we get your crowdfunding for shippers before we go into this on
1: possible yeah, on possible 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 with a z p o z i b with the with the z yeah <laughs> possible I don't know if I meant to pronounce it that like literal <laughs> but I do it all the time like possible shippers on
0: possible go check it out <laughs> but what is because you've derived this word shippers as a title mm. what is what is shipping or shippers is it shipping or shippers
1: it's both. It's both? So, I mean, it comes from the word relationship. Mm-hmm. So it, that's very much ah, to do with romance. Finally, or, the penny has dropped through my thick yeah, skull. Okay. relationship. <laughs> Ship. And, th- you know, everything's got to get shortened <laughs> into a something. And I, don't, I, th- I feel like people say that the original shippers started with X-Files, mm-hmm. Mulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. Like everyone wanted that to happen.
0: I had a bit of a crush on him
1: yeah had, who fa- wouldn't fa- I had a fanboy crush on her <laughs> and she was also responsible apparently for 63% of women saying that that's what got them into doing science as well wow which is why representation is so freaking important see art right mm-hmm. the power of art yeah. man and,
0: and, 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 and invoking change this one talk, yeah. I think that comes first yeah but there's people that get onto that and go there's a market there we can sell that into this space here well, um, that's
1: why I enjoyed stealing t- sorry so much because mm. it is a way to kind of be like well, what if yeah what if
0: yeah, but ship though relationships though. So you've got the relationship between obviously Mulder and Scully. So mm. they have a relationship, rather because that's the tension in the show. Yeah. So will they? Won't they? Yeah, and the same thing with like you ever watch Frasier? No. All right, so Frasier you've got um, a character um, Daphne, and you have got Niles, and they never get together. Yeah. They never hook up, and that's that tension that keeps the show going. Uh, Seinfeld's another good example. Yeah. They never haven't get... watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> felt <laughs> You should totally
1: look. It's, it's not that I meant to miss it. It's just that I, I w- didn't watch a lot for the first fourteen years of mm. my life, so I yeah, feel like I it. missed See, a lot. It's a nineties thing. It's a phrase. Yeah. it's a nineties thing. And I got into watching TV probably from about two thousand and one. Mm. Okay. Realistically, like yeah, I watched you Lord really of are. the Rings. You,
0: you are quintessential country.
1: So I, well, no, I was like, I was not. I was not doing anything film related, and now I'm like playing catch up and all these iconic things. Mm. There's a lot to
0: watch. It's interesting that you <laughs> get to it, watch I'm... it that way because I watched Seinfeld when it happened. Yeah. So you get a different perspective on it. So I'm going back to watch it. I went back to watch Friends. Yeah. Friends is totally different from me now. Totally different. Um, uh, quite racist and sexist, yeah, actually.
1: Yeah, quite. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: but at the time it
1: wasn't. No, no, yeah. And that's what, back to the well, wreckage. It may- it maybe it was, but we just weren't yeah, <laughs> recognising we... it.
0: <laughs> we weren't, though. That's what I mean. We weren't recognising that. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing with train wreckage, right? The, this Woodstock 1999 idea.
1: Train wreck. Dream watch rent. it on Netflix. Yeah, watch it on Netflix.
0: <laughs> I, no, but serious. We'll write a fan. A uh, I, I, um, I, I shippers on... Uh, <laughs> well, I think there was already Those shipping going. in the
1: background that we really wanted to get together.
0: I think there was a lot of shipping going on at Woodstock, just saying. Um, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Publicly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very public. Um, watch the documentary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No <laughs> shit, now I lost where I was going. Um, yeah, no shippers. So yeah, um, uh, in Friends, it's about Ross and Rachel. And yep. it's that sexual tension where they don't hook up, and then they do hook up, and then they don't hook up. Yep. Um, yep. And Seinfeld, they say it's the show about nothing, but it is yep. a, It is about something. Yeah. And it's about relationships. <laughs> yeah. It's about um, dating yeah. and dates going wrong and being picky about a partner. But Shipping... Shipping, shippers, is the other way, right? It's about hooking up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, often it's about it not happening. So you're just like, come on! Uh, Also,
0: still the tension in there. Just
1: kiss, you bastards! (laughs) And then a whole season passes and you're like, so much wasted potential! And then seven <laughs> season passes and you're like, oh my God, they still, oh, it's not meant to happen. Okay. And that's shipping <laughs> point, which is why fan fiction exists because mm. then all the people get frustrated by it. So they just go write their yeah, own write version. Yeah, write their own story. Yeah. yeah. And it's usually really randy.
0: Oh man. One, <laughs> it's one, way filthier it's, than the show. It's super. It. Is.
1: Yeah. But it's like, uh, what do you call
0: it? Like romance novels, man. So it's like romance novel yeah. fan fiction. Yeah. Um the one of the uh yeah one one thing that uh when I was back in back in my uni days um one we studied was about Star Trek. Yeah. And that's where Spock and Kirk hook up. And they have this relationship yes. and people are upset about the relationship because he's a Vulcan and he's an Earthling and they're on the same ship together and it's you know, fraternization. Ship. Ship. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Great callback. Great callback.
1: <laughs> Another use for the word shipping. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. Yeah, No, totally.
0: Um but that's what shipping is, right? Yeah. So um, putting the story about how... But I like the idea. I, I was under the impression that it was um, uh, about s- exclusively hooking up, but explaining the tension where you get them close to hooking up, yeah. and then you know, crash the ship and don't let him have it.
1: And sometimes it is just an analysis. Like, mm. people want to feel represented, but then they get baited and these relationships never happen. And it's mm. like, oh, because two girls can't get together, you know? Yeah. And so, you know... Well, I think people will
0: be a bit off-put by Spock, you know, making out it was Kirk. You know, some people were like, mm, the ear. But some people be like, oh, the ears, man. That's great.
1: Well, I remember, <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, actually, some, th- there was some kind of announcements officially calling... Um, Kirk bisexual And the entire fandom Was pretty much like Yeah not surprised like, <laughs> Have you seen The uniform? not shocked <laughs>
0: They're wearing spandex man Like They're, they're, they're pretty you know, They do look pretty gay
1: So I feel it's like not, The Star you know. Trek fandom Gets it like Yeah they're, they're great fandom
0: Yeah yeah totally I think Yeah definitely um, They're very 50s orientated Gay looking You know They're, they're always Beautiful. happy Always smiling Love that fandom um, And you know I
1: feel like they're Really inclusive fandom Some fandoms are not I don't know if we should mention which ones are not. Oh really?
0: So so there's like a uh, there's a controversy in the shipping world of fandoms versus other fandoms.
1: Well, uh, well having said that, shippers are often not welcome in a fandom. And oh, really? I feel like the one that gets spoken about the most is in Star Wars. Okay. Because once you... Like, obviously, Star Wars had some iconic romances Mm -hmm. in there. Oh, yeah. But in the recent ones, when they had... There was even
0: some really weird ones in there, a little bit, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Once you go into... Like, like, uh,
0: Luke, Luke, that's your brother, mate. Don't do it!
1: Don't do it! Don't do it! (laughs) I know
0: you're trying to piss off your future husband.
1: No! He's not just your brother, he's your twin brother! (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I don't know how that's worse or Mm. better, but (laughs) just...
0: So the Star Wars f- fandoms don't like that though.
1: Oh look, is It's that, always there's always a minority of people within mm. a fandom who are like, if you're only watching it for the romances, then you're an idiot, tween, hormonal twat that can't but I'm just like, can't people just enjoy stuff
0: Why they- for the reason they want Doesn't to? There's nothing wrong with enjoying racy content.
1: It's not even racy it's like a freaking pg kiss
0: (laughs) oh no not that bad i mean mean the fandom like people like making racy relationships like i'm just trying to think who is Chewy hooking up with
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you know what shivers aren't even like half of them just love the tension building Mm. they're like the moments before anything happens oh my god they looked at each other Mm," and they lose it yeah and they make entire videos about it.
0: Wow, the thrill of the chase. So yeah. that's more. That's part. That's a, that. It's seems to be a big it. driver of it is the thrill of the chase, not rather yeah. than just the the, the conclusion. Oh,
1: well, that's why a lot of writers over when they're making those long seven eight season shows, are like we can't get our you know main characters together, and mm. you lose that tension. Yeah. So they refuse to do it. I'm like, no.
0: Yeah, that's what they. That's the what they I mean. mean. Like it's, <laughs> it's it's that's the a sort of bedrock of uh, a lot of. Um, narratives is that sexual tension. Yeah. Where they can't hook up because then the audience goes, hook up, keep hooking up. And if you have them at that point, they're going to keep watching. Mm. Because they go, maybe this episode, they will hook up. Finally. Finally, they'll hook up and, and do it. Um, yeah, no, that's fascinating. I really like that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of romance novels. I, I think <clears throat> I'm going to check out more uh, shipping.
1: Oh, it's good fun. It's just good fun people get and I just I don't know they're having a fun ride that's all it matters it sounds a bit wholesome as
0: well it racing is. but wholesome yeah oh and
1: look you go into AO3 and you read some fan fiction and it can get not wholesome yeah
0: <laughs> not so wholesome
2: not so wholesome
0: well I'm just trying to think how you can romanticise Star Wars a little bit so and then Chewie walked into the cockpit with his quivering member lower voice lower voice yes. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Sorry. Uh, really sell it for us please Yeah, so the We were talking about walking. husky voices earlier He was aboard the Millennium Falcon And walked oh. into the cockpit And uh, we could see his quivering member
1: Yeah <laughs> See, ten things I hate about you The word quivering member will always be associated cat, with that movie cat.
0: Yeah, that's where I stole it from Totally <laughs> borrowed it Totally nick that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Reginald's uh, quivering member. Reginald, I, there It was Reginald's right. quivering member. Oh, I that is right. Yeah. Because <laughs> she go. Yeah, because Cat leaves the office and goes. I'll leave you to Reginald's uh, quivering member. And she's like, Quiver- quivering member. I like, I like that. yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, oh, that, that was such a such a good movie. It really was. Oh, It
1: was, it was a good time
0: of life too when yeah. that came out. All
1: yeah. those movies back then. Yeah, so was game, like an
0: age. That's what I'm talking about. There's a decade where you yeah. go. That movie was made
1: then. Yes.
0: And now we like you go. When did they make Lord? Like I suppose they got Lord of the Rings. I
1: 2001. Suppose, yeah, but that's still like pre the phone. Lord of the Rings is what got me into movies. Oh really? Literally. Have watched... you done Have
0: you done any shipping of a uh, Lord of the Rings? Oh, not
1: really. <laughs> it was more as the behind the scenes of that. Mm. I watched that stuff religiously. <laughs> And then oh, I really? watched the extended version with the commentary, both of them, because it was like the director's commentary. What oh, was that, like 15 and hours? The, and then the <laughs> actor's commentary, and the actor's commentary was just fun. Like it was just them being like, oh yeah, I remember the... Like, you know. 15 <laughs> hours? I don't know, it's but I wish it hours? all.
0: I'm going to find that. Let's have a guess. How long is Lord of the Rings entirely? Well, the, whole the
1: extended lot. versions, I think, were like almost five hours each, weren't they? Yeah, okay. Maybe f- between four and five. Alright, it. so it's what's your a total? Been thirteen. I'm not anymore. What do you reckon?
0: What do you reckon it is? Okay, I'm gonna go eighteen hours total. Oop! Oop! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, duration, which isn't spelt with a G for some reason. <laughs> Come on. Duration.
1: <laughs> you are typing at a weird angle. I right, so yeah, This all is right. a weird
0: angle. <laughs> uh, total duration of Lord of the Rings. Extended <laughs> version. <laughs> That's going to look horrible. Let's see how that turned out. Okay. Oh, 11, 11 hours, hours, 22 minutes. Totally hits. reasonable. It's totally reasonable. And
1: I watched that as a movie and then with the commentary <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> more than once. Wow. Wow. That's a whole bag of wow.
1: <laughs> well, I loved it. Like, I don't know. It's something about the... Basically, it was the horses galloping in a paddock. I was like, "Yeah, someone to film that."
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. There's <laughs> one like uh, there's one horse scene in all of movie history though that always gets a lump in my throat.
1: Don't even. It's going to be.
0: Never ending Never story. story. <laughs> For two points, what is the name of the horse?
1: I oh, cannot it? remember. It's a Treu. I know uh, Artex. Artex? Yeah,
0: yeah, because Atreus is the guy that rides the horse. And oh. it's Artex is the name of the horse. I literally
1: haven't watched that movie since oh. I was a kid.
0: Oh, oh he goes, Artex. I can't Artex.
1: Artex. Can't even nah. Don't think of the sadness. Animal stuff gets me. It it's gets one, me.
0: It's one of the biggest bad guys in a movie, though, I reckon. Yeah. In a never ending story. Because remember the bad guy in the never ending story?
1: I legitimately cannot remember it. It's called The Nothing. I just remember that horse talk.
0: No, but it's not even a character, it's The Nothing because the nothing is killing imagination and the dream is dying.
1: Damn, I need to rewatch that movie. Yeah, it's great. really
0: deep, man. So yeah. they've got to they've got to name the child like empress to then um give her a new name so she can rebuild the never ending story. Right? Um uh, there's an, I can't remember the name of the land actually, but the nothing is shrinking it down and it goes to, down just to the tower and it comes near the last grain of sand and it is handed to him and he has to give it back to her and give her a name. It's really good.
1: That's so good.
0: Super good, and it's the um, yeah I, um, yeah again. Watching Stranger Things put me back onto the Neverending yeah. Story. Oh man, I love that show. It was really good, but yeah, and then I watched the horse scene. I'm like, Don't kill Artex. No, but um, Artex Artex comes back though. They all come back in the end. Yeah. 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 And uh, you yeah, know he flies with the you know the two hour dragon. I'm uh,
1: sorry. <laughs> I was, I was watching The Sandman. Is
0: it a two hour or is it a poodle? I'm not know.
1: sure. I was watching <laughs> The Sandman on Netflix. I want to watch that. And in the first episode, like a, a I'm going to say a pet, but you know, a pet dies. I'm like, oh, damn
2: it. Yeah. And then episode
1: two came along and he's going to like, he has to, he has to sacrifice another pet. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pause here. I'm gonna come back to it because I can't deal this stuff. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do the pet stuff. I'm yeah. Like, no, stop killing animals.
0: Yeah, that's the rules though in film, right? The rule, the first, the rules in film is uh, don't kill a dog, <sighs> don't kill a kid. And, um.
1: Dog trailers make me cry. Like, when I watch a movie for a dog trailer, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> it gets me. I love dogs. I'm a dog you can watch trailer. watch all thing. the human stuff, totally desensitized to that, which is a whole thing, by the way, apparently. That's again, though, back to that digital thing
0: about we've yeah. moved that violence into pop culture. And, yeah. Except for maybe from the States at the moment. I feel terrible for some people over there and, you know, the gun violence and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, scary. There's no solution to it. Uh, not that I want to go into that conversation. Oh, no, gosh. But, uh, yeah, um, I think. You could argue, yeah, it is as violent as it, as it has it's ever been. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I don't think it has. I think more people are alive now than they've ever been. And that's, that's true. There's seven and a half billion people on the planet.
1: Yeah, aren't we exponen- like the, uh, uh, we're exponentially increasing population in a scary oh, way. Oh,
0: man. I used to be in a conspiracy metal band, yeah.
1: right? <laughs> so I know about
0: this, right? Oh, if you take a oil graph, mm. an oil production graph, and put it next to a population graph. Mm. They meet a, a, in time scale. They're exactly the same. Ooh. Oil production is the same rate of of human production. Strange, huh? Interesting. Yeah, because um, petrol allows us to move around and yeah. bang each other a little bit more and get into that you know shipping fandom. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> Spock can just duck down the road and you know yeah. not not that he can, you know. I've gone down the wrong path, there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good callback. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, who, no, I suppose uh, the Wookiee can't impregnate another unless it's another Wookiee, right? Anyway, I'm trying to get to procreation. Yeah. And <laughs> um, and that's related to um oil production. Yeah. And like another thing about the population graph is really uh, interesting to me is the World War One. You can see a boop, little dint in the in the graph. Yeah. World War Two, no dent. oh. It's a straight curve. So heaps of people died in World War II. Tens of millions of people died. Yeah. Right? Doesn't show up on the graph. it doesn't show up in the in the ratio of the graph. That's how many people there are. So even World War Two couldn't wipe us out. Yeah, oh, wow. So there's more people than ever. More, pe- more people die- less people die in wars now than ever. Oh yeah! Crazy statistic. Like of all the wars that we're fighting, exactly. The they t- don't
1: do like the lines of people just yeah. We don't towards... put person against person anymore. Yeah. It's machine
0: against person, really. Yeah. Because even if you think of rifles, that's a machine versus a person. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a distance between those two things. Yeah. And in fact, like uh, this is an interesting fact about uh, firearms and warfare. You might be interested in. Yeah. Most people uh, they call it aim off. So you can train your soldier to go and shoot somebody, but when it comes to the time a hyper, I can't remember the, I think it's at near 80% of people because yeah. we're all programmed not to hurt people. Yeah. And hurting people there's some some there's exceptions there's serial killers in the world right. Always oh, yeah yeah. So they they have a different brain chemistry than the rest of us. Yep, yep. Um so they they need excitement through violence to yep. to to excite them. Um but most people don't like that. No. Um in fact if you went to see an animal be slaughtered and you haven't seen that before You'd go, oh, it's a bit rough. Yeah. You know, seeing the innards of an animal is rough for somebody. Yeah. Never alone shooting at somebody. Yeah, you know. So when you when when you go up to shoot somebody for the first time, for most soldiers they go, oh, I can't do that.
1: Yeah. Aim off. Aim off.
0: Yeah. So the, the military tries to combat how to combat aim off to make more effective soldiers. Yeah.
1: Oh, that is interesting. Crazy,
0: crazy thought. Yeah. Um, the uh, CIA back in the States, they were trying to use LSD to fix that. I don't know how that was going to work. Uh, but <laughs> LSD can fix everything. That's how desperate they were to fix this problem in warfare. Problem. What a problem they have. Problem. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, want to kill someone. Yeah I, can't believe it. yeah, I phrased it as a problem. Um, this issue. Still not an issue. This thing. This thing. <laughs> um, this, thing this factor of life this about not wanting to take one's life. <laughs> Uh, and others um, is a, a definite thing, and they try to combat that, and they yeah, they, I don't think they've ever succeeded at that. It's not, it's not something you can change. You can't change human it's nature like that.
1: Probably a good thing.
0: I'd say so. <laughs> but again, though, um, when you're in the battlefield with yeah, swords, of course, of course. you're in a more violent time, and um, yeah. you would have the spoils of war. They would collect the valuables off yeah. uh, the off the dead, and that's how they'd feed their family. It's a different deal. <laughs> It's not how warfare is these days. You got a bank account and they get paid. You're essentially a mercenary for the yeah. government. Essentially, um, uh, mo- unless you're a Ukrainian, you know you, you don't have a choice. Like you have a choice. Ukrainians at the moment don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, uh, um, you know, but I think yeah, that's an interesting fact that it's a machine. It's the machine versus people yeah. in that regard. Another scary idea: the machine versus people. But um, maybe that's... I don't know. I really think the phone, though, is going to help us. I think we're going to fix the environment.
1: Oh, yeah. the phone.
0: Yeah. I think we'll fix it. Um, we're going o- to
1: come out with a silver lining, okay?
0: We have to. It's too morbid and <laughs> negative, man, to to think that we're all going to be, you know, starve of oxygen and never...
1: The internet and the metaverse will save us. In yeah, the
0: metaverse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine that, though. Like, you take shipping and fandom, right, into oh. the metaverse... And then you could, like, like here's an example, like um, Halo, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. The, these kids got in trouble because there's, you could do camera angles in Halo so you can record your game. Yeah. So you can have two characters that are going through the game. And you can record different character angles and do voices. So you could do lines and talk in the game and record that scene. So there's these two kids that uh, made a feature-length film using Halo as, its, uh, as the content vehicle to build it yeah and they got in trouble from Halo because they didn't have the rights to it and then they went and actually made the movie so they made the movie Halo using this methodology of using a computer game to make it alright um, Those
1: poor kids! is creating fan art. Come on. Yeah, but that <laughs> fan
0: art um, went bananas. They yeah. they're just a couple of kids playing in their in their bedrooms, writing this story and getting involved in this story and about this computer game that they love.
2: Yeah.
0: Again, though, I think we're starting to t- get that touchstone on what digital means. Yeah. And I think the stories we tell, this pop culture story that we're regurgitating at the moment, perhaps that is the identifier of where we're at. Maybe. You know, um, we're currently reflecting in the black mirror. Yeah. And having to look at all these negative things and erasing them and manoeuvring out of them, and moving towards you know um, conservation and preservation. I oh,
1: hope. I hope so. I hope
0: so. <laughs> well, you, you're from the country, man. You 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 would you would uh, you would have an understanding that perhaps city folk don't. You know, like you can see the land in action, and you know yeah. people that work land to get a, a, a product out of it. Yeah. And you would know those cultures and, and understand that you only get into, you only get out of something what you put into it. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely a, a you know, a, a country mentality. Uh, you got to put in the hard yakka. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to get something. If you want something, you got to work for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, I think uh, like today I had an interaction with a very lovely Karen at a cafe, um, which reminded me some people are just a little bit too entitled. Yeah. And I think that's a city, that's a city attribute
1: I've had the same conversation with someone we just did a a project with and we had an interaction with uh, uh, a person and I had to explain that if this is the thing that they're complaining about, then their worldview is so small that
0: Mm.
1: you can't combat that. (laughs) You just have to.
0: There's no, you you can only, you can't negotiate with that.
1: You can't negotiate with that at all.
0: Yeah, you can only um, uh, block yourself off and protect yourself, yeah. essentially, and try to give them the best opportunities to succeed. Yeah, and sometimes that could be a very narrow window.
1: Very, <laughs> very, <laughs> very, narrow. very narrow window.
0: Yeah, I, I just yeah, I I I think these fandoms and these stories that we tell, like I. I've been uh, running a narrative in my mind since I was like nine. I've got a sci-fi story about, you know, again, Mars is involved. but It's in the past. So my story idea, I shouldn't say too much about it. I
1: know. I won't talk about this story idea. I have it. I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. I
0: don't want to talk about it on the podcast.
1: (laughs) We'll talk about it offline, okay?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll tell you this part about it. It's about Mars colonizing Earth. Yeah. And um, Earth is an experiment uh, because Mars is already technologically advanced and uh, they... Terraform Earth, move the moon into a position where they create the tide, and they create seasons on the Earth, and then they uh, seed the Earth, and they put life on it, and then dinosaurs come about, and their plan is to let dinosaurs reign, let the let the coal develop, and you know uh, make this planet, and uh, but then they're hit by a big meteorite, and Mars has lost its magnetosphere, and then they exit Mars, and then they go to the, and then they go, we have to go to Earth it's yeah. the only salvation we have. This comet is coming and it ain't stopping. We can't stop yeah. it. We can go there. We can go and terraform this planet, but we can't stop this comet. Yeah. So they have to leave and go to their their petri dish. Their backup. Yeah, their backup plan. And uh, then the civilization gets lost. All the information is lost because the crazies take over. Yeah, but we they're there. Like I'm telling you, watch Trainwreck. You'll see what I'm talking about. Watch so many Trainwreck. calls back to Trainwreck. Watch it on Netflix. Yeah, um, <laughs> But it's definitely an it's a window into a human idea of
2: yeah.
0: anarchy. We are party animals and anarchists, but we're also storytellers. Yeah, and I think it comes down to as well. We're all like this this evolved being that's come from a lizard. We were a lizard at some point, swatting flies. Yeah. You know, which is pretty cool. Like I can. Yeah, you know, give Ooh. it a go. Can't do it. I, have a sh- I don't. Know, you know, I don't think I can get it out that far. But can't eat flies, but um, I can definitely hang from a tree because that's the monkey part. Yes. Right. And then we've got the f- cerebral cortex right at the front. You now, and that's that's Einstein. That's uh, Michelangelo. That's mm. um, guys sending dick pics all over the internet. It's <laughs> it's a lot of men apparently. <laughs> it's a lot of men. It's Hedy Lamarr. There, v- t- there we go. We invented Wi-Fi. She didn't actually invent Wi Fi, but she invented the technology that allowed Wi Fi to be invented. It's uh, radio hopping, just saying. Uh, She was the one who made torpedoes talk uh, to radio hops so you couldn't intercept a torpedo. Again, back to warfare though. Always. Do you know the story of Lady Lamar? Do you know the story of her? Yeah, the actress, then she was a scientist. Yeah. Which is fucking boss. I just think it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, she built a torpedo. That um uh, because the the Germans were intercepting, because they were controlled by radio. So they'd steer a torpedo towards a ship using a radio signal. Yeah. Germans figured out, just block the signal and we'll take over it and drive it back to them. Yeah. And they go, that's a shit idea. So we need to come <laughs> up with an idea <laughs> to fix that. And Heading Lamar created radio hopping. So it would change frequencies every five seconds. And that frequency changing allowed is the so cool. platform for Wi Fi, which I think is fucking awesome. That's back in the 40s, man. Yeah. She was a glamour. She's. Oh, I'll, I'll pull. A, I'll pull a photo up. Or actually. I'll get it. I'll get it for our viewers out there. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, being a, an actress and a scientist. Yes. I can't think of anything better. That's <laughs> so, so cool. cool. Super cool. We should do a fandom on that. Heddy oh. The story of Hedy Lamar. Hedy. Hedy I think it's like that. Lamar. Did you get that
1: right? Before I got into filmmaking. I oh, it know. was a. It was a Y and a double R. Oh. <laughs>
0: There she is. I'll whack that! To- oh, come on, get that up there. Come on, come. On. <coughs> Work with me. Right, we gotta, we gotta. There we go. Hedy Lamar. There she is, guys. Yeah, absolute mm-hmm. glamour. Um, yeah, uh, invented radio hopping on, tele- um, on torpedoes, man. Um, you know, so sil- cool. silver screen actress. <laughs> silver screen actress, right? Uh, that's but that's the that's the cerebral cortex, man. Yeah. That's 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 human. That's what it is, being human, man. And we do amazing things. We fly, we we do computing. Uh, we got the digital age. The analog age was amazing. <laughs> Never in the digital age. Yeah. Um. You know, fashion, textiles. You know, rubber on roads, man. You know, but also toxic waste, <laughs> fucking pollution, <laughs> fucking death, destruction, disease.
1: Oh, There's Two shit. sides
0: to the coin, and that's the part that I'm worried about. You know, like we. Um, are we ever going to go back to... I don't think we ever go back the way it was. You know, was it better in the past? But like, I don't think so. I think we are in the best time ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe not since the 90s. <laughs> Just really Train wreck, like watch it on
1: Netflix. Yeah, I know, but I have
0: to admit that. The anarchist in me, like the producer in me was horrified, like... They gave them candles and they burnt the fucking place down. They ran out of medical supplies. People are being raped. There's orgies in every fucking corner and people oh. are taking ecstasy, pouring mud on each other. I go, I could go to that party. Maybe not the rape part. That's a bit harsh, but um, you know, that's in the violence you know, and burning it down. But up until that Armageddon point, you know, seeing corn and what, being in that crowd that's going up and down. Um, yeah, I just... I'd, as a producer, though, you'd be like oh,
2: horrific. That's
1: terrifying. Terrifying, terrifying. Oh terrifying. no! Yeah, I just
0: I worry about people tripping over it. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> like oh, I'm so. N-. We've got to make sure that people are safe, everyone. Okay, and if we have any trolls in here that are start heckling any of our artists, we're gonna get them out. And we're gonna sort that out. Yes. And Anyone who causes yes. trouble, we're gonna get rid of them and uh, make sure we no-, no trip hazards and make sure we know where the fire exits are in case there is an emergency and we can protect our audience. Yes. We look at it. We look at it that way, you know. <laughs> And no then, candles. Yeah, but then you see like the fire festival, and you know, have you seen that one? No. Another horrific story to watch about producing a festival. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's funny because when I watch those things, I I can see that the people I work with. I go, that's Jay. That one's missed. That that prick there being an asshole. That's definitely me. That's <laughs> definitely me. Yeah, I gotta I gotta wear that one. That's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the monocle maniacal uh control freak uh that could be the venue uh, <laughs> who knows actually not that's, my venue is very good i shouldn't say that uh. we love you guys thanks for the email today by the way <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah um yeah i just um yeah I, I i don't know i don't know about the the 90s versus now and the 80s versus now and the noughties versus now and the the Teenies? Dude, is that what we call it? What do we call the... Uh, oh,
1: I have no idea. The
0: Naughties, because it took a while to... It
1: didn't th- stick for me, so...
0: The Naughties took a while to stick, though, because we're calling it the Dots for a bit there, and then it turned into the... And then the Naughties yeah. was like, oh, well, that sticks, because... Yeah, it's great. That's... That, it, it, it fits together. It kind of gives it a bit of flavour to the decade, Yeah. you know? You know? Um, we came out of um, uh, 2000. I think another thing that changed for us, though, was the the towers going down. That was pretty shit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that set the narrative, terror. We're going to go to a war on terror. What does you know uh, to to channel Steve Hughes? Uh, what does war create? More terror. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go to war against terror to create more terror.
1: I'm sure <laughs> sounds like a solid plan. <laughs> I'm sure more fashion savvy people would have an answer, but I just can't picture what dressing like the noughties is though. I don't know. Let's, let's check it out. Maybe the internet knows. Well, the internet knows way more than me. Oh god damn, she's a glamour. I
0: really like her Lamar. What an amazing lady! Um, let's get another one. Um, uh, what am I looking up again? Naughty's naughties. Naughties. Two thousands fashion. I can't. I, if I put the naughties fashion in, I, I think I'll get something else on the yeah. internet. I might get something a bit uh, more more fandom than not. Um, okay, so this is apparently. Uh, that looks so like the 90s Jeans and a shirt Jeans and a shirt That's it That's it oh, I better put that jeans line Jeans and a shirt This is what we found folks um, Apparently uh, That's the noughties Right there um, Let's just get a good zoom on that
1: Well hang on There's also a lot of Tracksuit pants In those other pictures Yeah just tracky tags It's just all trackies <laughs> The same colour as your top
0: Oh yeah okay um, uh, Yeah okay Icon Yeah okay Yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> I like icon. <laughs> yeah, see that's nineties to me. That looks nineties. Okay, yeah. let's let's try let's try two thousand tens. See where we get on that. Come on, buddy, let's go. Yeah, that see that's nineties. That right there, that SA stuff, man. That's nineties. Yeah, nineties. See we can't get out of it.
1: Jeans and a shirt. Jeans and a shirt.
0: <laughs> but look, check we this became out. Became
1: really un-
0: Let's do uh, 1980s fashion. Oh no! Oh damn ya. Uh 1980s fashion almost made it. 1980s fashion. Let's have a look at that. Iconic. Yeah. Straight up. Oh, straight up, man. Like that's you know that that's 80s
1: hair and yeah. clothes.
0: Yeah, and the and the uh, the track uh, the tracksuits, yeah. right? Yeah. That's pushing towards 90s. That's still eighties ish.
1: Double um, denim, anyone? Double
0: denim. Gotta love the double denim. And you know, e- easily, let's do the seventies. Sorry. Right? Oh my goodness. Seventies fashion.
1: Give us them flares.
0: Flares. There we go. So it's like you know, again, coming out of the sixties, but colours. more, more nylon, more um, polyester. Mm. Um, but then you know, sixties. Yeah. There we go. Oh. Oh, that's a really high-res one. Come on. Oh, is that all you got? Oh, give me another one. <laughs> Thank you, internet. <laughs> Even the hairstyles. Hairstyles, man. It's like, you know, you you know, right? Yeah. And um, we don't seem to have it. What
2: happened? I don't know.
0: I think it's the phone. I really think it's the phone. The phone's changed oh. it. The phone fragmented it all. Yeah. Um, the phone fragmented it and, um, yeah, I don't know what's hap- what's going to happen after that. What is our fandom for the future? I don't know. You put me under too much pressure today, Ross. You're asking me, I don't have a goddamn crystal ball.
1: <laughs> I mean, if, if, if anything, sci-fi has taught me is that women will have a bob.
0: Yeah. Every did.
1: woman in a sci-fi has a, has a bob. Bob yeah, haircut.
0: I think they do that for the zero gravity scenes.
1: Or maybe, I don't yeah, know. It's too hard
0: to it's too hard to do it. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, what's the future hold? I think we're going to fix it. I really think they're going to fix the environment. We're starting to move towards Bloody
1: it. I hope so. Like I try to picture what it's going to be like when I'm 80. Mm. And if it continues the way it is. It's like are going to need an oxygen mask. Fuck yeah. It's going to be It's going to be the first 5 minutes of Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> which I need to rewatch cuz I also can't remember.
0: Yeah, Avatar. Yeah, that was it? That was like um, Fern Gully meets the Terminator, wasn't it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. James Cameron, Garbo, Garbo Driver, going crazy.
2: It was. It was, good, it was good fun. Yeah, it was. Oh, look, man, I've check been,
0: out the credits on uh, on that show, uh, on that movie. Have wrong. you seen?
1: Long.
0: Yeah, they're all computer programmers. So yeah. They're all they're all like um, rotoscopers it's and
1: just all uh, in that blue that blue set yeah. <laughs> blue screen set.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they're, they're doing interesting things now, like the Mandalorian, man. <sighs> What they're doing with the man, what they did with the Mandalorian, is amazing. Can
1: we talk about virtual production, please? Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> totally. The virtual production on that—what, fifty million dollars an episode or whatever it was? Ridiculous, oh, you know, ridiculous budgets. So just give me, you know, one million of that, and I can just live t- out my life happily. Please, <laughs> maybe, or maybe you'll give me half an apartment in Sydney. But anyway, yeah, yeah maybe a one-bedroom with no toilet, yeah. uh,
1: shared bathroom, Yeah. no parking, has a view of
0: a brick wall. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thin walls. Um, <laughs> we've gone too far. Um, yeah, I, I, man, I've lost my track now because I'm thinking about house prices. Virtual and stressed, production. I'm stressing out. I'm stressing out about the house prices dollars. in Sydney. <laughs> Fifty million dollars. I just need one of them. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No production of the uh, The Mandalorian was fucking impressive, yeah. man. So they've mixed. Um, so it's all about perspective shooting, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, and they the brought back projection. Which I think is really cool because then the actors in the set, yeah. which is super cool, yeah, yeah.
1: One thing I wish that we had more of is finding those. This is just from like that new emerging filmmaker perspective: is how do you, how do you, how do you get someone there? Mm. How do you get someone to like, like, who's never done it before, into a production which is making like using super virtual hard. production,
0: super hard. And
1: I've been just thinking about like what what can I do. To 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 like teach people because I don't know it either. Mm. Like how how can I include it in my workflow and all that kind of stuff when I don't know the first thing about it? Like really. Yeah, I think it comes down to
2: accessibility.
0: Yeah, you're talking about accessibility, right? And I think finding access to those spaces is is probably the first point of call. But finding people that know how to operate those spaces and getting access to them—that's that's that's a hard one. Like even through the festival, right? The whole idea of the festival is to um, um, create a platform. Yep. And then you create that platform and then people see that as a target and they want to target that with content. Yeah. And they want to get their content on that screen. Yeah. And they want to go through the process of making that content to go on that screen. Yeah, Because uh, there's different sort of groups of people that enter. There's the, the beginners, there's the rock and roll stars that have been doing it for, you know, five, ten years. Yeah, And then there's the people that are just starting to get that entry level into festivals. Yep. And that creates a pool of people that now can share and network skills so that's mm. the other sort of residual effect of made in the west is yeah. put them all in one room see what happens <laughs> <Basically> mix <it. laughs> Give them some wine, yeah. see what happens. Get him talking, <laughs> and we would even say that in our um uh, in our commentary of the night. Don't forget to go and talk to some people tonight. Yeah, you know, go and go and share your ideas and share business cards and see if you can collaborate. Yeah, because um together we are super strong and we and we see it happening, right? Uh, we got you know, a big shout out to the guys here out west. Uh, which is playing on the fourteenth of August uh, on uh, ABC.
2: ABC.
0: Yeah, go and check it out. Um, uh, uh, um, a cohort of directors in that film, uh, uh, one made in the West. Uh, I think there's three winners that are in that actually, and and a few other people from our community yeah. that have made this movie. Yeah, right? and that's a feature film. Yeah, it's playing on TV and it's on demand, right? Um, and it's really
1: good. Yeah.
0: Um, I actually it I, is
1: amazing
0: super amazing <laughs> and I, I i saw an excellent comment today on um uh one of the most social uh, on a social media post from a lecturer from a uh, university that i know that says you have to watch this film and the context they put it in if you want to know how to get somewhere go and talk and watch to this watch this film and go talk to these people that made this film yeah. and they're accessible right so it comes back to that you know digital production It's about accessibility. You've got to create the space. yeah, And then you've got to create the reason to be in the space. Yeah, Then you've got to create the hype about the space. Yeah, And then you've got to get the talent in there.
1: The one thing that always fascinates me in our industry, especially if you're trying to move into long form, is you're not allowed to do something because you haven't done it. Mm. And that's constantly the barrier. It's like, oh, well, and I remember, like I've seen it in terms of um, applications for funding and all that kind of stuff. It's Mm. like, oh, this person's been in the industry for 15 years but they haven't written for TV, so they can't. And mm. it's like, how do you get out of that cycle of you don't have the credit, therefore you can't do it?
0: Oh, I think we're in a different era now, really. Um, we, this is I'm really glad you've asked this. This is a great question. Um, you don't worry about that. You don't worry about not writing for TV. You don't worry about not writing a film. What you do is you go and write a TV episode and you go and make it because everything is accessible now. Mm. You can It's easier to make a pilot now than it's ever been. Um, and there's festivals out there even that cater for that the s f three festival big shout out to those guys yeah that's great um you know they're making movies on phones, man, that are really good yeah um they' they're internationally acclaimed films and and they' it's only going to be short before long that um these things are going to be in long form content like yeah. they're already doing it they're already doing it around the world they're already doing it here um, but it's about that
1: accessibility well if, that's what I mean like even to just go out and make it. You still need, like, a bunch of mates who can also just have a week. like Sorry, to make something that's a feature-length mm. thing, maybe mm. more like four weeks off, you can just go do this thing with each other. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, that, like, even that sort of frustrates me a little bit. Like, what is the... Even the entry-level jobs to kind of work your way up within the system if you do want to work there are really hard to access. Yeah. I think it just fascinates me. Like, I, just, I, I like thinking about this question. Yeah, it's, I,
0: was, I was talking to someone who's recently come back from the States. And they're working in the States uh, film industry. Mm. And uh, they were talking, to, it's just all about the money, man. Money, 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 money. Yeah. It's all about the process. It's, all, it's a job that you will eventually hate going to. Because uh, you, you, you're just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, and pushed yes. until you break and then you're replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're, it's, it's it's, a turn and burn industry, yep. unless you're at the top echelons of it. It's a turn and burn industry, and I think we're in Australia. Um, We're in the you know it's go, the film goes through waves. There's the film waves that happened in Australia. The exploitation you know, film movement. You know, Mad Max, yep. Running on Empty. Big shout out to Running on Empty Film Festival that will be out in uh, November. <laughs> um, Shameless plug there. I know. Um, <laughs> big shout out to uh, um, uh, John De Bruyne. Love you, man. Um, but, um, oh, okay, lost, yeah, festivals, festivals, festivals. What was I talking about festivals for? I don't remember. I lost the fucking track there. I totally got Cause now I'm thinking about, You're running talking about the
1: money money churning out all oh, the run. industry yes yeah. yes
0: yes yes we're we have an opportunity because there's a new film wave happening in Australia and the two there's two regions that I see this happening Western Sydney is one of them mm. um, there's three regions actually Western Sydney Western Melbourne and uh, Perth there's a bit of a rise going on over there um, and there's other, other uh, major cities are doing it as well but the ones that I think are the real front runners for filmmaking at the moment is Western Sydney and um, uh uh west perth uh west melbourne melbourne and yes far behind that is perth they're like about 10 years behind where western sydney was when i started the festival here
1: don't tell them that yes
0: yeah no well uh, no i think well i know this cuz i know i met those guys because i reckon they looked up uh, we want to do a festival let's call it may in the west fuck Ah. (laughs) it's been taken who are these people who are these
2: Sydney (laughs) Sydney?
1: you're on the
0: east coast what are you talking about it's not even west what does that even mean (laughs) Um, yeah I think we have an opportunity to Mm. form the foundations of our industry properly yeah and I think there are civil movements at the moment that have garnered that you know fairness in the workplace um, giving people a fair shake of the sauce bottle, yeah. creating accessibility, not looking at things as diverse, but inclusive. Mm. We're already doing these things. Yeah. Uh, but I think from a union point of view and, a, you know, the low rung worker point of view, this is where we got to explore that space to protect that, to make it inviting. Yeah. Um, you know, like for instance, you know, people that work in nursing homes get paid less than people that pack shelves it's not a industry that you go oh i'm gonna make a lot of money in that industry well try the arts out (laughs) you're not gonna get anywhere near
1: exposure frequently yeah yeah you're gonna learn
0: how to you know uh, put exposure in the oven and cook it and Mm. then you know save it for tomorrow in the fridge it
1: tastes great yeah yeah
0: a bit (laughs) of salt with your exposure um there's yeah that we need to protect that aspect of it that and i think it's uh, i really believe that it's done at the grassroots, done at the festival level, it's done yeah. at the short film first, uh, the short film festival level, yeah. um, and it's done at the music in the music industry. It's done at the you know the, the pub level where people are getting into bands. And if you look through those, and I you know hopped in and out of both of that you know most of my life. Yeah, and it's fucking horrible, really, to get a show on. It's fucking hard. And you've got to deal with assholes, and you've got to deal with, you know, um, there's people that own, that, that hold all the keys, mm. and are guarding all the doors, and you're not invited, no. uh, unless you get the right attention, Yeah. unless you know the right people, and there's a lot of luck involved in exposure, oh, right, I mean actual exposure, Yeah. yeah. you know, profitable exposure, <laughs> exposure that has a price tag at the end of it that ends up in your hands, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a living, one might call it. <laughs> it's super hard in, in Australia is my point it's yeah. super hard like the states is different Europe is different Yeah. Um, but we are going through an adolescence in uh, Australia at the moment and there's a film wave that's happening I predict in the next five to seven years that film wave is really going to pick up because all these people mm. that are entering these film festivals are now coming of age they're in their 30s now yeah. they've got more money behind them they know how to apply for funding they have written a TV series they have written a movie Yeah. You know, they've gone out and done these things and that's what I mean that, those two things that we're talking about out there are tied together. If you're asking... How does one uh, crack that nut? Don't even worry about that nut. That's nut- That nut is nuts. <laughs> Do your own thing. Get your own traction. Start up your own channel. Um, uh, be a part of different podcasts. Be a part of different forums. Go to different festivals. Yeah. Um. There's plenty of things like this going on. Well,
1: that's what I figured out as well. Like, you just sort of have to work within the space that you can. Yeah. And then it was sort of just leads to other things as well. For me, it was like trying to work out how to make it survivable, though.
2: Yeah. Well. Because <laughs> like.
1: It's- it's so Realized. exhausting.
0: Yeah, if you're doing the gig economy, like, because mm. I, I, I work full-time and I do the gig economy. Yeah. I don't, I'd like, for instance, I did a 10-hour day today. Um, now, it was a whirlwind just getting here. Just that, getting to this point was a whirlwind.
1: So, on the last shoot that I did, mm. I asked everyone, what do you think about this whole, this whole 10-hour day business? Like, this mandatory 10-hour day business. It's expected. And that like shits me <laughs> because when I was working just like as, as a promo producer, it was nine to five. Like it was, you had some long days. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you, you have
0: a deadline. You push yeah, yeah. out to six o'clock, eight yeah. o'clock, whatever. Like a, yeah. one, one time, days, yeah.
1: this was for a very random reason. I did like 7am to 11pm, but it was like one day. Mm. <laughs> it was because I was going on holidays. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're, you're prepping for the future. Yeah. That's a bit different. But, but to me, it's that like, I, I mean, I get, cause it's not a 10 hour day. You travel there 10 hour day You get home And then you go do the work as well That you haven't done Because you're on set all day I'm just like It's just not To me it's just not manageable And it's why you said It's a turn and burn like, Turn and burn Yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I, 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 Someone else will replace you Well that's why I, For Easily. shippers
1: I was like nah I'm gonna experiment And make it an 8 hour day shoot mm. And And uh, most people wow. have been shocked. See,
0: see <laughs> see that's not normal. That's You're that, being like, abnormal there. Try- normal like, is telling someone to work 10 hours a day for a very low pay. That's sociopathic.
1: I'm just like I'm I, even as the like as the producer I'm freaking tired. <laughs> I was like I just did it. I just did a 10 day shoot and it was 10 hour days. I'm like ugh. Yeah, because it's, it's over matters. it and I'm like why why am I making it a miserable experience as the producer? Why don't I give it a go? And send it, you know it added 4 days to the shoot because mm. you know we had to, <laughs> obviously you have to add something somewhere.
0: Yeah, but maybe you got more production out of it.
1: Well, I haven't done the shoot yet, but <laughs> we'll see how it
0: goes. Well, that's a, that's the thing that I've learned through COVID, man, is um uh, remote working, less hours, but more focused hours at different intersections of yeah. my work. I've actually gotten more stuff done than I've ever done in my life. Same. I've done so much work, man. Yeah. You know, uh, during COVID, man, I built, uh, we, we, I should say we, me and my team, yeah. we built an online festival, a magazine. Yep. Um, we still did our jobs. We still performed there. Yeah. Um, we built, I don't know how many productions. Uh, we made a couple of documentaries. I released an EP. Um, you know, we did a lot of work and that was less work than I'm doing now.
1: Well, even shippers, we had five riders, two are from Melbourne. Like, yeah. to even think about doing that before COVID. Yeah, it's <laughs> it impossible. Like, it's like, you wouldn't have thought of that. But now it's just, it's so easy to do it online. You'll get together on a weekend or whatever it might be.
0: Oh, look, I met a colleague today that um, I've never met in person for two years.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, isn't that novel? We, yeah. We, <laughs> I love-
0: <laughs> we, met, we met today. And we're like, oh, um,
1: Zoom in 3D. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last shoot that we just did, which was for, um, it was my first Screen Australia funded web series. was called No Ordinary Love. Also, romance, yes. Ooh, romance. Bring it on. But, um, Ooh. we, I hadn't met any of the team until we were there on day one. Mm. I think we did a photo shoot, maybe. So we met each other first there. But I was just like, well, we've been chatting for a year. Mm. You're all real.
0: Yeah. I'm like we just lost it. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, here's a spitty one for you. Okay. Because I've got a problem with people that don't turn their cameras on, on Zoom. Oh. Like, turn your camera on. What are you hiding?
1: What are you hiding? I don't
0: care if you're in PJs. You should see what I get up to in this room. It's crazy. <laughs> I. <laughs> I've spoken too much on this podcast oh my god (laughs) shipping shipping (laughs) want to do a fan fiction on train wreck (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, I'll I'll remove the rape though we'll take that part out of it and the violence we'll take that part out and put in the good stuff Um, yeah I uh, fuck where was I going now I'm back on train wreck you don't like
1: people who don't turn their cameras on oh
0: yeah the zoom people out there if you're out there in zoom land turn your fucking camera on Jesus fucking Christ um. Yeah, I'm sick of people that don't turn their camera on. But think of this as a crazy idea, deepfake. So you can deepfake yourself on Zoom. Mm-hmm. You know, potentially in the future. Yeah. You see the um, the parodies that are out there at the moment. You know, there's a guy on a bike with a green screen behind him with a laptop that's taped to his face and he's got a green screen. You know, you know, green around him, so he's like got his. That, you know his room background, but he's out doing a bike ride. Yeah, you know you see those parodies, but you know there is a there is a space there where you can go, you can totally deep fake your Zoom call. Maybe I can create a digital version of myself, create Maybe. a digital avatar, and have that that guy go to meetings for me. <laughs> just take emulate all of the information out of the page you train and just use that to answer questions and be like, ah, train wreck, space, <laughs> <laughs> too much violence, guns. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I'd need to work out the uh, uh the kinks in my avatar <laughs> I think so <laughs> uh but yeah um uh but uh um uh, shippers so how how far along in shippers are you?
1: all well, the scripts are written yeah the two leads are cast, almost done with the application for funding mm. just gotta just gotta apply it and then <laughs> November fourteen is when we're scheduled to shoot
0: mm. I don't know. november fourteen it's
1: like. Ooh. Not far away, shoot!
0: Yeah, <laughs> scary. It's good to put the deadline down, though. Yeah,
1: no, nah, you have to, because you're organising other people's lives, and like mm. you're, they're booking jobs a month in advance as well. So I had to. I was just like, this is the date.
0: Yeah, when you book it and you involve other people, it's the point of no return. Yeah, you're in now. I'm in because if you fuck up, you're gonna stuff people around. You're like, so like I organise like,
1: the head people, and then I'm like, well. If we don't get the money, I reckon I can still make this on the money I do have. (laughs) I can pay like the four people I've agreed to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, that's the thing. That's the other thing. I try as best as I can to pay everybody. Um, Oh, God, yeah. I try to pay everyone, except for the volunteers, of course, because they're volunteers. Yeah. Um, But that's, they applied to be a volunteer. Yeah. Um, But uh, with people we work with, and that's the other problem with the industry, right? You work with people you trust. It's yeah. hard to take on someone new because it's risky taking on someone new. Yeah, they so haven't written for TV before; I haven't proven themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. you so know, you don't have the credit, you can't do it.
0: You can't do it because like, <laughs> well, it's it's about trust. Yeah, but if you go out there and make something that's trustworthy, that's what I think. It's, you can cross pollinate. You can totally cross pollinate, right? But um, yeah, I think yeah, trust is definitely the issue.
1: Yeah,
0: um, you work with people you know because you trust them. Yeah, because um, we've all had the horror stories on our
1: sets. Uh, absolutely
0: yeah we've had hor- we don't need to go into some horror stories we today. Will,
1: we will leave them untouched
0: yeah yeah um uh yeah just check out train when you get a good <laughs> idea um
1: <laughs> you <laughs> know much. like because that's all you want is you want like I, I i try really hard for every production to just make it a pleasant experience and it doesn't always work like mm. you don't always make every person happy and damn it's hard because like, you just want everyone to have a yeah, what a good time. time! That's why we do because this, right? This, you know, we're doing ten-hour days. <laughs> Plus,
0: yeah, <laughs> ten hours is a good day. Actually, I think um, I think I did more. It's more like eleven. It's still going. I'm like, still working. Yeah, like, like, I'm still
1: here. I started yeah. as well. I'm like, yeah, I'm still promoting. Yeah, I'm going to go drive and do a thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm going to go do some writing after this. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Actually, I'm going to do some editing after.
1: It's this same for a client. I go home and do the stuff <laughs> I didn't finish. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, but again, sometimes it comes down to the. Um, the, when it comes down to the wire, I like the adrenaline of those long days. It's like There's always that moment that's on a film set and you're like, oh, fuck, I want this over.
2: This is too much. Yes. I just need to
0: sleep and I just need this person to do what they said they were going to do. <laughs> I just need this done. You get to the end, you rap, and you go, what's my next project? <laughs>
1: mm, I know. Why coming back?
0: Every time. Like I was time.
1: so tired after those ten days, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to do one, but this time it's gonna be four weeks." Yeah, <laughs> but you
0: get the creative hangover, right? The creative hangover is terrible. you are like, "I'm never doing that ever, ever again."
1: I'm already ever. planning the next one. And I haven't started the next one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Which though. is
1: space theme, and I'll tell you about it later, off- offline. Oh yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about
0: that later. In case someone if I'm someone so makes about if it. someone makes my movie, just credit me, man. Just ah, credit me. No. Give me a free <laughs> ticket to it, and let me be a part of making it. And just you know, I'll, I'll be in the corner, you know. With the water or something.
1: <laughs> I think one of my favourite horror stories, in a good way, mm. was when we were doing Sydney Sleuthers. Oh, yeah. And um, it was, it was we had all 12 actors on set, mm. which is already a lot of people. And then we had the entire crew and they were all in this building. In this building, you know, you got to turn the AC off. Mm. So, it was getting up to 50 degrees inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you got the lights on. Because Yeah, it's like you had 12 people in there plus the crew. So, you've got actually more like... I don't know. <laughs> I think there was only twenty people that fitted in there. Oh, but between God. takes, they had to just get out. And there was mm. one guy.
0: It sounds like summer on the. It sounds like the pager train in summer. But they like.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it, it was. Me. I think it was because we were all just in it together, and and we were just trying, and ever like it became the crucible that actually made everyone. Mm. Like, love yeah, each that's other. it. Again, though,
0: back to warfare, right? Warfare creates comrades. Yeah, stress creates comrades, man. It, stressful situations bring people together. Like
1: someone almost passed out because it was so hot, because like, he's so tall. So I don't think all the heat. Yeah, he's was got, getting he's in, the he's in the higher atmosphere. Higher <laughs> atmosphere.
0: Used to being cold, but now he's hot.
1: But it's still the one day that we all like. Everyone talks about is that one day. It's like, yeah, that's right. And you look back at it fondly, but. At yeah, the, the, the moment,
0: though, yeah, at the time though, you're like, jeez, man, this is brutal. I'm bringing out yeah. watermelon
1: and super dupers, like just trying everything. Watermelon's the best, man. Watermelon's the best.
0: Watermelon is the best, and super <sighs> <Zupa> dupers. <sighs> oh. oh, I figured out a trick with the super duper. What? Is the, the, do you know the trick with the super duper? No. You take the super duper huh? and just snap it, and you got two halves.
1: And it you go. Looks that easy.
0: Yep, snaps. They snap in half. You're going, no way, right? Your brain's going, no way.
1: No, my brain's going, yeah, I can't yeah. believe that. Yeah, if you Except for it- those ones, these new ones that they make that are like two oh, joined yeah. together condoms almost. Is what yeah, no, no, nah,
0: like. nah, not one of those ones. It has to be that I'm talking about the Zupa Duper. Yeah. The actual Zupa Duper. I've actually got a whole bunch in the freezer. <laughs>
1: Same. <laughs> 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 haven't been touched in ages. Saw it on the
0: internet. I'm like, bullshit. That they can't happen. go I went, off. I went and snapped one. Went, uh, that's super easy and super cool. You know, you, you
1: How good's the internet? Have
0: you ever <laughs> cut your lip on a zoopa duper? You know when you try and rip one open, they're a bit sharp? No. Do that? Yeah, they're sharp. Well, I used sharp. I your
1: scissors to cut the top. Sorry. Yeah. Well, normally <laughs> okay. I'm
0: not in a situation where i got the scissors. You yeah. know, because they're in no, an esky. No, I'm going to try that. Yeah, just snap it. Yeah. You've got to do it like in one Yeah, you got to give it motion. some... Yeah, I can you can't just job. go...
2: No,
1: not my style anyway. <laughs>
2: rip it off. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you can snap the zubadubers. Big shout out to my mate Steve. Actually, uh, mm. we because we have this tradition where we go to what we call the liquid molly, right. And this is this this is a crazy story, right? So, the Liquid Molly is a race at Bathurst, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't go to the Bathurst one thousand because it's always like a whole bunch of yobos, right? So you get you know the, the extreme patriotism, and it's a bit rough. And you go, oh man, I just want to see this car race, man. I don't want to deal with this shit. Um, but you go to the Liquid Molly; it's more of a sort of connoisseur uh, car lover there. You know, yeah. a bit more chilled, right? Chil- more chilled audience, and. Um, and better cars like Bentleys, going two hundred k's an hour around a track, you know, yeah. um, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Porsches, you know, it's not it's not just two brand of car going around. It's yeah. a whole whole suite of cars, and we always root for the Bentley because it sounds awesome, but it never wins, right? Aww. And one di- one year Bentley. it did actually, one year it did actually win, right? But I'm really crazy because we go, we take a satellite TV with us, a big screen seventy inch TV, we go trackside with a um a uh, begola. Yeah. We set up the TV, run it on a generator, I set up um a, a Weber and I cook ribs track side while drinking beer, right? It's-
1: That's incredible. Yeah. So oh, what does the T V do?
0: We're watches the race. Watches get, the race, yeah. yeah, because yeah we're because we're at, Google, just checking. Yeah, because we're at one corner. I was corner. expecting something
1: like live drone feed of the race or no, something like that. No, no, no. Because you're at one corner. <laughs> not legal. You see the
0: cars come around, but you don't get to see the rest of the race. The yeah, screens yeah. that are around, you can watch it, which we set up in front of a big screen, which is really weird because to see the venue's a big screen that we're in front of, the track that we're right next to, track side, yeah. where you like you can hear and smell the action, right? It's intense. Yeah. And uh, there I am cooking ribs, people walking by like, what the fuck are these guys
2: doing? They're just jealous. Yeah, well, I
0: was doing ribs, I was doing chicken, but watermelon is really good. I really like the watermelon at this event, um, but um, yeah, I've forgotten why I'm telling the story. That's just doesn't, that doesn't matter. Really, it's a great story. Yeah, but we go up there and we um, uh, we just have a hoot. We yeah. just lose ourselves. I don't go. I go barefoot the whole time. You know, <laughs> don't even wear shoes, man. <laughs> just go barefoot in this campsite, drinking beer and cooking ribs. Uh, and I do a roast. I do a roast yeah. up there. I do a lamb roast, and uh, I spin everyone out. You're Aww. cooking a lamb roast trackside.
2: We roasted a race, <laughs> yeah. but a big fucking
0: one as well. It's like three kilo lamb. No, no, sorry, a ham, a ham, a ham. What a is, ham. This is Christmas? Yeah, well, yeah, it is because it's because it, it's in January and <laughs> oh, well, still there you still got your go. Christmas. Yeah, I used to get the Christmas <laughs> ham and do it. I
1: don't know when races are. <laughs> Um,
0: (laughs) but yeah, I cook a ham trackside and, uh, yeah, it's an intense experience. Um, I can't remember why, why, that's a tradition we haven't done for a while because of fucking COVID. But, um, yeah, the fucking C word. Um, (laughs) yeah, no, but I definitely want to get back out there and do those sort of things and they're coming up. But um, no back to um, accessibility. I want to get back to accessibility, yeah, right? It's interesting. It's an interesting topic. And I think it's really ties into what we started this podcast with, and that's, you know, analog versus digital, eras versus this era. Where are we going? Yeah. Is it going to be the metaverse? That's
1: what I was saying. Launching in the metaverse is interesting.
0: Yeah, are we are gonna be in there? Are we already in it though, you know? Oh, no. So the phone <laughs> the phone is that projection of ourselves you know when we always do that like you talk to your grandparents differently than you talk to your parents you talk to your friends differently than you talk to your parents you talk to different friends differently you talk to colleagues differently we all have uh, um, an avatar that's always there then we're just putting that avatar in a digital space it's yep. the only real difference that I see mm. um, you know Instagram and it's all the, the photo albums that you show people when they come around remember when we were younger and people go oh you got to see Joe when she was younger look at these photos of her at school you know and you, you bring a date I home I such a poser yeah <laughs> oh look I'd bring a date home and my mother would bust out the nude photos of me as a child yeah. you know playing with the hose in the backyard I was know. always in a puddle yeah <laughs> I was eating mud. I used yeah, to eat same, mud. Yeah, same.
1: muddy puddle. Yeah, I'd always eat mud. <laughs> in the middle of know, our driveway in Gilgandra, this is one puddle that we always got and it's always in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did. What, eating mud. Can't think of anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> why would we doing that?
0: that? Um, but yeah, um, yeah. this idea of accessibility, I think it comes down to um, you need. we need to garner the community. Really, that's the bedrock. Yeah. And if the community starts off positive, um, I think... It can go good places if it starts off negative. It yeah. can go bad places, and I think the real objective is to get people paid. Yeah. Just get people paid, man. If you get and that's where you have got to get that funding, get that crowdfunding so you can pay people. Yeah. Because they're gonna go and this is the thing I don't get about the government. They're very unsupportive. Oh, maybe not this government. The previous government, are very unsupportive of these ideas. You're like, but why? Think about it. Um, you build a just so you make a movie in Katoomba, right? Um, there's 20 of you. You go to Katoomba. You buy lunch there. You go to the pub for the rat party. Um, you spend money in the town. You buy accommodation. Um, you know, you're buying petrol in their town. Yeah. You know, you, you're spending money. Like, it's circulating money.
1: And one thing that also interests me, though, is that in terms of funding, there are very few short film fundings that, like, compared to what they used to be as well back in the day. Mm. Like, I remember I was doing this... Uh, Oh, I what was it? I was, anyway, I had a mentor and they were talking about how they got $180,000 to make a short film. I was like, excuse me, what?
2: What? <laughs>
1: what? what? The biggest one I heard was
0: big... 40K. I know someone got 40K to do a film and you're like,
1: what? It was something. It was like, I was just like, k But now, now the funding is very much, there are some, don't get me wrong, there are some funding things for short films, um, but it's very much web series and that's still like, that's a lot of content still. That's like, mm. Five short films, yeah. <laughs> and so that's, to do that that's a time. feature, though. Well, yeah,
0: a web you move into that basically anyway. a feature. Yeah. And so
1: what I was trying to do, what I'm trying to do with, like, I did it with sleuthers, and I'm trying mm. to do it again with shippers. Is I was like, okay, getting writing, producing, directing roles is the hardest thing. So I can bring on a director to do an episode, mm. and that's like that gives them content and it gives them stuff for their show reel. They don't have to do the Mm -hmm. bloody sweating blood and tears that goes into making stuff like this. Mm. They can just be a director for an episode. Mm -hmm. So, like, Shippers has got... We're aiming for about six over eight episodes, six directors. So that's what I'm trying to do in terms of, like, accessibility from my little
0: emerging level. Yeah, we've been thinking about doing things like that, yeah.
1: And because otherwise, you know, sure, I could... Direct all eight episodes But why would I Kind of hog all that I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to explain it <laughs> Yeah why do you
0: need To get that spread Because you can oversee that Yeah You can oversee the story So you can, it can make be sure. like Oh you know yeah, Just yeah. make
1: sure it's a bit like this And then try and add Your, your, your thing to it That you want to mm. But also, we don't have enough time, so you've got like three angles on this shot, and that's all you're getting. <laughs> but like, you know, have the same crew, but just swapping out those really hard rolls that yeah. just n- n- you never get.
0: Well, I do like a good shooting economy, though. Like, um, you know, getting three shots out of one shot. I love doing that. You get that out of a sweep. You know, get, the, get that frame, sweep over there. You got the sweep, that frame, and that frame. Yeah. Love doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, they, they taught that they taught that to us in TV. And you've got to think about that as well, like a part of building that. And maybe that is a part of the economy of making shorts and doing web series is getting different directors in, spreading that knowledge. And because you, you do have to look, obviously you have to look at film in an economic way. Yeah. You have to go, how am I paying for this? And it's not just money, it's time. Yeah. We talked about before we push out that 10 hours because we know we can squeeze that little, little bit more, mm-hmm. more juice out of it. And then we can shorten the week and get the, you know, we can get it to post-production quicker. Yeah. That's generally the, the, the motivation for it. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, there's, there's we're at a turning point and that turning point is to do with the phone, it's to do with accessibility, it's to do with creating platforms. Um, but ultimately, it's about creating the community and that community will create the network. Yeah. And out of that network, um, yeah, you can uh, really shift that zeitgeist and really make different content. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Short content, long content? Seems to be going shorter and shorter and shorter.
1: I mean, my attention span's getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Having said that, I've got Having said that,
0: I keep losing where I'm up to in this podcast.
1: <laughs> Having said that, I don't know how long we've been going for, but.
0: Yeah, it's been a while, actually. We, we should get off of here soon, actually.
1: Yeah. But um, no, Korean dramas, their episodes are about an hour minimum each, an mm. hour and 20 minutes. Some of them, I'm just like, whoa. And I've actually, like, for some yeah. reason, it's made my attention span longer because I used to think it was getting shorter. Mm. But I was like, oh, no, 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 that, that, that their content's just really good. Yeah,
0: no, doom scrolling will shorten it. Um, <laughs> I try and watch some more documentaries. Um, you know, try to watch longer form content. But sometimes I watch longer form content and then I find myself on my phone. I'm watching a documentary and then I'm on my phone. Heck like, yeah. What are you doing? What? what? Too many screens. Put it down. Yeah, says multitasking. The man, says the man with all the screens in the world. Um <laughs>
1: reckon there's this weird um, mentality of it's hard to commit to a movie but you can commit to three hours of like sorry three episodes of a television show
0: yeah strange isn't that weird that is weird yeah the bin well actually you've just hammered it that's it that's the one binging is iconic of our era oh yeah binging is a massive icon of our era thank you Netflix thank you Netflix <laughs> yeah binging really when did binging start the teenies can we call it the teenies it sounds weird that sounds weird. It sounds weird. The teens sounds weird as well.
1: Didn't we call now the Roaring Twenties again? Are we just repeating?
0: Yeah, well, the Roaring Twenties. Oh, Sorry, I mean, not
1: Roaring, just the Twenties.
0: Yeah, no, the Twenties is yeah, the Twenties is great, but the Roaring Twenties, I think they can't take that away because nah. it's all about industry. Yeah. Oh, my battery's about to die. We should get out of town. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get out of town. Um, but look, uh, where can we give you some help uh, to uh, crowdfund fund your film?
1: Oh, literally on the Possible website. It's also... Possible. So, Possible. With a Z. <laughs> I mean, you can usually find it as well if you go to our Twitter. Oh, God. What's our Twitter handle? I think it's just at Shippers Series. Yeah. it'll have the link in the bio there. Okay. Um, also on Instagram, which is probably slightly different handle but I can't remember what it is now <laughs> at shippers underscore the series just check out
0: shippers the series and I'm sure you'll get there you'll find it yeah. oh, look, thank you so much for being on the show today I really appreciate you coming around and um, yeah and, and the Russian delay and everything that went on but you know we made it here eventually thank you for having me it's fun all right no worries and you guys have been watching the pager train uh, you can check us out on Spotify that's right video on Spotify and you can check us out on YouTube and if you're there don't forget to subscribe uh, for your avid listeners out there you can check us out on iHeart Heart Radio and iTunes. You guys have been watching the Pager Train and we'll see you next time. Oh, finally got it done. Is it on me? Oh, it's on me. Thank fuck.
2: What <laughs> shit, man. I screw that up. Man, my short memory has just gone to